This is Sean. This is Kevin. And this is The One Other Thing, episode 22. Wow. God, the numbers are racking up. I know. And uh, on today's show, we are going to talk about a lot of things. Wait a minute. Our show has actually been able to drink for one episode. We've been able to do... I'm sorry, what? Our show can actually drink for one episode. Drink for one episode? What do you mean? Because it's 22. And that's fantastic. <laughs> I wasn't even putting that together. <laughs> and yeah, and Kevin just made a face because my uh, the oven alarm is going off. And, it was uh, awesome. There's no I, way this is picked up. I was going to say, there's probably no way anybody heard that. Yeah. Was um, that Star Wars? It was our, our, our appliances. Yeah. We got our kitchen remodeled a couple years back. Jeez. And our appliances... <laughs> They do not just ding. There's metal. There's, yeah. there's these whole melodies that go with them. These medleys wow. of songs, and they're just weird. Yeah, they just make happy, joyous yeah. tunes. That sounds like the de- uh, the um, the dark side, the Darth Vader Death March. Oh, that's the, the, fantastic! That's what that sounded like. It sounds to me. It sounds like an ice cream man's coming through every time something goes off. You know, just like it's happy jingle. Wow, you should look that up. I'm pretty sure that's Star Wars. But I don't even know what brand they are. Yeah. You think I would, but anywho, on today's show, we're going to talk about my kitchen appliances, I apparently. Think it might be Samsung. Anyways. Um, um, but we are going to talk about some movies. We're going yes. to talk about music, of course, because we're going to have the What Are You section. It yep. is, in fact, Thursday. Um, Kevin has a great story about him fighting the internet, and I can't wait to with hear about My first online battle with, uh, I wouldn't say troll troll. He wasn't too bad, but it was enough where he, he called me out, and it was kind of funny. I can't wait to find out, and I got I want to find out if I need to get all bitched up here, because uh, if it's about the show, I will take that shit personally. No, no, it's yeah. about something even more personal. Oh, that's interesting. <laughs> See, ironically, the more personal it becomes, the less likely it is oh. I'll be offended. Yeah, I don't think you'd be offended. Um, I think you might be on his side. <laughs> that's fantastic. I like it even better. <laughs> yes. I'm liking this guy. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, we're going to talk about, we have at least one LLC suggestion for names. Yes. So we're going to talk about that. And today, first time, new new thing we're doing here. Uh, you know, again, due to Kevin's efforts, we are going to do our first cross promotion today during this show, and that'll yes. be kind of cool. Yes. So looking forward to all of that. But before we get into any of that, yes. since you are the brains of this <laughs> operation, oh, God. and I am the face as long as we're not on video, um, how, do the, how do our fans get a hold of us? How does a tutor contact us, my friend Kevin? Very easy. Head on over to tootcast.net. You'll find plenty of links to, you know, find ways to get a hold of us, whether through, you know, email or through Facebook or through Twitter. It's all there. But definitely feel free to email us at tootcast.net. And you will also notice a new link on our main page um, for Patreon. And again, um, we're aiming to basically give people the ability, if they really want to help us participate in the growth of the channel, feel free to sign up. Otherwise... It's it's not a requirement for the show to continue. Absolutely, yeah. You know, if you if you're compelled, great. We'd love it. You know, again, we're, we can tell you where the money's going. And then my our plan is to give you more power, <clears throat> more control of what content we have on here. That's a you know have polling, and also you know at some point give like merchandise to the big big you know spenders. Uh, eventually, we'll get yeah. there. But yeah, again, if you're um, I can't emphasize this enough, and uh, you know I'll speak for myself for certain. But grew up a poor boy, so believe yeah. me. Um, I even said it to Kevin off air. I said, you know, if I, if our show existed back then and I listened to it as a kid, I wouldn't have donated a thing no matter how much I loved it because I didn't have a thing to donate. Right. And you know what? That's okay. It is okay. <laughs> but it is. In fact, in many respects, we like you even more in that regard. Actually, we're just fine if all you do is comment, like, subscribe. That's going to be just as valuable. Exactly. Well, you know, again, it's a communal thing. It's, yeah. um, you know, sharing. Uh, it's life's lonely. Quite frankly, yeah. you know, so just sharing the, the relationship we have, sharing the stupid conversations we have, you know, um, that's why I love that largely irrelevant conversation, that comments <laughs> so much because I couldn't agree more. Yeah. And uh, yet, you know, it's, uh, 
I can't imagine my life without you. And uh, I just, I think it's great to be able to share with others. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, we have a good thing going. So we're going to just keep doing this probably, I don't know. I don't see a reason why we'd ever stop. I really don't either. Yeah. So uh, again, if you, uh, you know, have the means and you, you are so compelled, we absolutely love the Patreon things. But yeah. uh, likewise, you know, if you don't have anything, we get it. And yep. honestly, the best thing you could do is if you like the show, tell somebody else about it. Yes, please. Please. So, uh, yeah. And please contact us about any of this. So, Kevin, where do you want to begin today? <laughs> oh, it could be anywhere. Well, really. t- tell you what. I want to talk about a couple of movies before we even do anything. Okay. So, I uh, was good to my word, actually. I did, in fact, watch The Outsiders again this weekend. Oh, classic. And uh, and I, I have to admit... I'm doing air quotes over watched because it, it's uh, movies I've seen multiple times, such as The Outsiders. I do yeah. appreciate the value of them because I can put them on. And, yeah, I watched it sporadically. Most of the time I just listened to it. I didn't really look at it. Um, and I'm good with that. It's not like I was missing anything. I know what was happening in each scene, you know? Yeah, you, you, those are the kind of movies where you remember, remember like the major dialogue points. Yeah, and as you're listening, you know exactly what's happening, and yeah. you know, you know. I certainly looked up for the the fight with the uh, the oh, socias. The greasers, 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 and the socias. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I, I sure looked up for that. And uh, who's your favorite character in that uh, movie? Boy, <laughs> what? That's a good one. Yeah. Um, who's my favorite character? I mean, I think I have to go Patrick Swayze just because it's such a. His role is such a tough one. He's, yeah. you know, out of all the heartbreak in that movie, I think his is the most heartbreaking. Yeah. And it's right in the beginning, too, yeah. when uh, uh, Pony Boy there is uh, missing. And yeah. he's making the argument, I can't even call the cops, because if I do, they're going to put you in a freaking home. Right. You know, so his youth was stolen from him, and all he's got is basically fear and sorrow left. So, don't get me wrong, everybody was kind of dealt a shitty deal there. Yeah. But um, I, I think he was probably dealt the shittiest, and... You know, I root for the underdog. Yeah. And, uh, well, I would say my favorite was um, Dallas, played by Matt Dillon. Okay. I, I really, I, I like thought him. about it. Yeah. yeah. I like, but I like, I do celebrate the cast. I think they all have a part to play in making this a good movie. The problem is Dallas was Even a douchebag. He was, but I, I don't know. I always like kind he of the douchebags. He was a loyal douchebag. Yes. And I have to actually agree with you wholeheartedly. Yeah. That you like the douchebags, I mean. I do. <laughs> I do. <laughs> I do like the douchebags. Um, and yeah. I, Welcome um, to the Kevin and Douchebags Yeah, show. Kevin and Douchebags. Um, that's fantastic. But uh, I happened to watch another movie mm. this weekend, if you can mm. believe it. I watched two movies. Um, and this one I actually watched. And first of all, it was entirely a fucking chick flick. But yeah. I watched About Time. Oh, it, that I recommend it? Yes, it was kind yeah. of. And I'm oh, going to stomp tell me what you think. all over your recommendation now. For, oh, first of all. You didn't like Sob? <laughs> Or is it just I me? don't even know what the. I literally wrote down what the fuck did you ball at? <laughs> the uh, the when the last time he saw his father when they both realized okay. it was the last time. Okay, and they knew it was the last time. Yeah, yeah, they both knew. And he goes, "Oh, this is the last time we're gonna see each other." Yeah, in the timeline. Mortality's a bummer. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. yeah it, I literally did not shed a tear in that oh, entire movie. I did. <laughs> In that scene, <laughs> um, I entirely did not shed a tear. I know I'm a heartless bastard by comparison, but uh, but it was really the father son relationship that I appreciate more in that movie than with the girl. He was just trying to make, get the girl, but that wasn't even the part that I cared about in the movie. It was the father son relationship. Maybe it's because I never really had a father son relationship, but how good they were to each other throughout the movie was awesome, and they were in their own little club kind of thing. It's funny. So first of all, that dude's a Weasley. 
and that's he, all he is. He is. That dude could go on to star, and you know, whoever that dude is, props to you. You yeah. had me laughing. For the record, I do recommend the movie. Yeah. But I veto that it's your favorite time travel movie. I veto it's even on the oh, fucking no. list. Actually, as soon as you said Time Bandits uh, last episode, I was like, I have chosen poorly. Yes. And this is actually <laughs> going to lead into the list of three conversations, which yes. I wrote down. But um, yeah, I don't think... That's not even on your top ten list, I don't think, of time travel movies. Or if it is, it's only because you can think of nine others. Um, yeah. you, you're just not thinking. And I think what you're doing is it's one of the last movies you saw, and it was actually a good movie. I do recommend the movie. It was kind of It's a chick flick. It is. First of all. Yes. It is a chick flick. Yes, there's some time travel elements. Yeah. Um, it actually made me laugh quite a few times. I did not cry, but yeah. I did laugh quite a few times. Oh, I laughed too. I laughed. I cried. I bawled. Um, Love the Weasley. That dude was great. Yes. Um, He's one of the better Weasleys. And uh, goddamn, man, I finally looked up. I didn't know who Ed Sheeran was for the longest time. Oh. And I just kept reading article after article about him till I finally said, fuck it. I'm, I'm Googling Ed Sheeran. What the hell is an Ed Sheeran? Yeah. And I looked him up and um, the internet, man. Somebody yeah. wrote, he's my favorite Weasley, and I almost pissed my pants. Because <laughs> he's, well, he looks like a Weasley. He does but look he's like a Weasley. Not a Weasley. Um, but Wasn't anyway, he in Game of Thrones? Um, yeah, he was. Yeah, um, that made everybody mad. That made Weas- the internet mad. Yeah. He played a Weasley night. <laughs> yeah, he played a Weasley night. Jeez. But anyway. Okay, that's a good um, one. That's a good one. The, uh, oh, I do the movie was really good, and again, I like that Rachel McAdams. She's just a pretty girl. Too young, yeah. I think. But um, you know what I called her? I called her... Uh, the uh, modern-day Parker Posey, and for the record, she's nowhere near as hot or cool as Parker Posey and never yeah. will be, but be that as it may. Yeah, Parker Posey's famous for the indie flicks that she always does. The Parker Posey's awesome, yeah. yeah, no question about it. So perhaps to Parker Posey out of nowhere. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I do recommend that movie, but I'm telling you, it's not even close to your list of best time travel movies. The dad, though, I love that dude from a movie. Bill Nighy. Wow, you know that dude's name. He's, he's really? been in everything. Is he a scientist guy? Hey, Bill, uh, Bill Nye, the science guy? <laughs> no, Bill Nye. He's everything, the hotel you know, uh, movie, uh, and he was in the he, pirate movie, and he was in I, he was in ton of movies. I know him from a chick flick, and uh, it's actually good, another good one, Love Actually. And he does this cover I of like, a song. I, oh, yeah, I, definitely. The movie's I, great. I like yeah. that movie. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, it's great. There's no, yeah, don't get me wrong. There's, you can be a dude and say, yeah, I like a chick flick, but you got to recognize it for what it is. Yeah. Love Actually is a good movie. I enjoy it. But it is, make no mistake about it, it is a chick flick all day long. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I so all I ever do is I sing that stupid song that uh, he was singing in that movie when I see him. And I love that dude. That dude is fantastic. Yeah. Well, he's also a victor in... Um Underworld. Underworld, yeah. yeah. And I, I do celebrate the Underworld movies because they're too. terrible movies. The first one was was good. The rest weren't so good, but I still like them. Um, there's a couple things I like about those movies. One is you had me at Kate Beckinsale all in leather. Yeah. Like, yeah. that's great. Vampires, werewolves, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no, yep. do, do what you need to do. Um, but you had me there. Um, and the first werewolf... Um, He's got a scene. I don't know who that dude's name is, but goddamn, did he knock it out of the fucking park? Because he's got a scene um, where he says, "I was born in captivity," and it's just such a. Uh, was it Michael Sheen who played Lucian? Lucian, yeah. It's yeah. perhaps uh, maybe it was I born into servitude. It was something yeah. to that effect. He yeah. was born into you know. Yeah, Michael Sheen's been in a lot of good movies. He was a slave basically when yep. he was born, and the yep. way he delivered that line was palpable, even though I can't retain yep. it. Yep. Um, and I just remember that scene specifically. But yeah, he was he was in that as well, the dad. Yeah, so. I think there's a good reason why that movie was so good because it really had some good acting, even though it was like a B movie vampire movie. Yeah, really... I enjoyed that one though. Like, yeah, yeah, I thought Lucian did a fucking bang up job. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, when they revealed how his, uh, you know, his he was in love with a vampire and mm-hmm. they like destroyed her with sunlight. Yeah. Oh. Oh, yeah. Breaks your heart. Yeah. yeah so then you, at first you think that's why I like about the Underworld movie spoilers is at first you're like, oh, this guy's a jerk. But then the more you learn about him, you're like, oh, he, he's righteous. You actually realize I'd be even worse if, yes. the, if the same atrocities had been performed on me. Yes. I'd be 10 times worse than he is. Yes. Yep. So, um, yeah, you you get on his side very, fairly quickly, I think. Boy, I like the random shout out to Poker Posey and now yes. random shout out to Underworld. Yeah, Underworld. Yeah. So, um, tangents. Um, you know, and actually, uh, I'll skip list of three for a minute. I'll get back to that. But um, somebody had mentioned, it might have been Tamon, actually, but somebody had asked, uh, I think it was after I recommended The Beatles, they'd asked if uh, we'd seen the movie yesterday. Yes. And um, you it saw was. it before me because you'd said... Uh, I, yeah, I told you I saw it and I liked it. Yeah, and you told me you it made you think of me. And um, yeah. I knew the exact time, the, the exact scene I knew. I'm like, oh, yeah. yep, that's when this movie made Kevin think of me. And it was when, uh, basically, premise of yesterday is... Dude wakes up, musician wakes up, and somehow nobody knows who the Beatles are. Yeah. All of a sudden, nobody knows. But he remembers all their stuff, so he just starts doing their songs. And of course, they're a hit. They're the fucking Beatles. Yeah. Their songs, it, whole, it wasn't them, it was the music. Yeah. So he um, starts playing Let It Be for his, his mother and father, yeah. and they keep interrupting. They and can give a crap. Like the third time, he's like, just fucking Let It Be. You don't <laughs> fucking interrupt Let It Be. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And I know that's, either, I don't know if it's your favorite, but it's one of your top Beatles songs that you mentioned. Oh, without a doubt. And I'm like, phenomenal. Yeah, when I heard that, I'm like, oh, Sean be yelling at these people too. Oh, and I, <laughs> I couldn't not agree more with the entire sentiment. Like, yeah. I thought his reaction was exactly appropriate yeah. for that situation. <laughs> it so, was. Shut up. This is a masterpiece. Exactly. Yeah, so a good movie, and ironically, Ed Sharon's in it, and... I hate yeah. to admit it. I like his little song in that. Yeah, he does it's a little, little cheesy song, and I'm like, God damn, that's good. Yeah, he's uh, he's still a uh, yeah, Wheatley. Yeah, he's still a Weasley. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, well, I want to talk about the list of three. Yes, because the list of three is something I made up a long time ago, and mm-hmm. it's basically the three women I can have sex with, even though I'm married. Oh, yeah. So, Charlize Theron, top of the list for better part of my life. Yeah. Um, just she's there, number one with a bullet, has been. Um. And my, by the way, this is kind of like a Michelle game, and my wife, in the sense that I just make up the rules randomly and they can change. Um, so, like uh, Heather Locklear, once yeah. again, going Sean Young on you, I don't care if you're fucking nuts. Um, yeah. You got a Lifetime Achievement Award. That's why you're not on this list. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you know who else? So, uh, Jennifer Conley, Lifetime Achievement Award. She's just not on the list. That's not fair. You should. That's I've seen Labyrinth before. You liked it. <laughs> um, there's no way you saw Labyrinth before I liked it. <laughs> before you liked Jennifer Conley. I guarantee in She both was on my counts. list since 1986. I guarantee... I it, will, it's not creepy because she's unlike, actually older than me. There's only <laughs> one way that you could have actually beaten me. Did you see Labyrinth in the theater? Um, when it first came out? Probably not. Yeah. Okay. Then I guarantee I saw Labyrinth before you and therefore was in love with Jennifer Connelly before you. Damn guarantee it. it. Damn it. I may not have had food, but I have my... A sh- I have a shrine. My, uh, he really does, folks. He, that's not a joke. Yes, I, I've seen the shrine. <laughs> it's not. A, it's not like a creepy, like stalker shrine. I just have a few items from the movie Labyrinth. That's so, what every stalker they, says. Oh yeah, it's not that. Creepy. No, it's not creepy. I just cut yes. her eyes out. Yeah, I just it's, cut her. What's eyes. weird about that? Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah, so you the, took my girl. The list of three, yeah. you know, like yeah. uh, again, certain people they're not on the list because you know Jennifer Connelly will never be on the list because she's yeah. above the list. Oh. She's just like she's, she's on my list. She's in the okay. Pan- then she's on my list. Though. She's in the pantheon. Yes. Like that's just that's yeah. way above the list. 
But, um, you know, number two is always extremely volatile because I just don't know. For a while, it was Jackie Burkhart once I realized um, she was actually old enough and Jackie Burkhart's uh, Mila Kunis. Um, oh, yeah. Jackie Burkhart from the 70s yeah. show. I mean, yeah, but she lied about her age. So she was really exactly. Young on that yeah. show. And she's <laughs> definitely too young for me. But, uh, yeah. you know, I think she was number two for a while. But I'm going to actually go with another young girl. I'm going to say Harley Quinn. Uh, whoever that girl is, I can't remember her name, saved my life, but that girl's pretty. Um, but, and there's a point to all of this, by the way. Not just that I'm a chauvinistic pig. <laughs> Coincidence. Um, Margot Robbie. Margot Robbie, yeah. She's a pretty girl. I like, like, I like Margot Robbie. Um, but number three, and this is why I'm bringing this up now. Number three is basically whoever I saw in something last. Oh. Because yeah. I'm just that petty and pathetic. Yeah, so you need um, a, like a spot, you know, like a pivot spot. So yeah. I see somebody in a show and I'm like, oh my God, I love that girl. Oh, you know, and then yeah, I watch another show and I'm like, oh, I love that girl. <laughs> so number three is literally whatever I saw last. Because that's pretty much how stupid I am. And I bring that up because I think that's why you recommend About Time as one of your, you list About Time as one of your favorite time travel movies. Oh. I guarantee it's not one of your fi- favorite time travel movies, regardless of what you think. It's just not. Um, well, I mean, it's such an impact on me at the time. Um, maybe that's why I listed it, but maybe, yeah. Uh, I think it's because it's one of the ones you've seen most recently. Sometimes when you have more time separate you in movies, you can be more, a little more, um, you know, realistic on the order of, you know, importance to you. Well, yeah. Well, it's, th- you forget too. I bet if we looked at a list of time travels, we, uh, movies, we might both be wrong. Cause we'd be like, shit, I didn't think of that. Oh, <laughs> I, I could argue Dune is a time travel movie. Hmm. That's interesting. He folds space and time. That's true. But the whole movie is not, oh well, yeah, you do. But that's just basically a wormhole. But yeah, you'd have Look to that. Yeah. Anyway. Is this in the same location, two different places simultaneously? So whatever. I figured something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he, like I said, he became godlike. That was, that's yeah. a crazy story. That, that's a great story, though. But um, anywho, so um, I did watch those movies, but uh, I wanted to let you know that. So again, I do recommend About Time, but it's a chick flick. It made me laugh. Um, apparently, you can cry at it. I didn't. Uh, yeah, apparently you can... You know, hyperventilate a little bit too, dude. You gotta watch Afterlife <laughs> there. Although you you might actually need a paper bag with you because I'm telling you, man, that second that last episode of season two was was tough. There's something wrong. The older I get, the more movies just hit me. You know, nothing wrong with it. I'm just waiting for commercials to start bothering me. Well, you do might know, get there. Um, oh god, damn! I have stuff <laughs> that I got to talk to you about, but I just won't even do some of it on there. I'll say it this way: I used to be a lot more sensitive than I was now. Oh, um, life has beaten the shit right out of me. Yeah, and unfortunately, I've grown a callus. Oh, I can see that. Oh, okay. So, um, but I haven't. That's good. Okay. All right. So, um, moving on. I think we're going to. Uh, well, I'm dying to know the story on the internet fight. You were fighting the internet. So what exactly happened? And uh, yeah, give us give us a skinny on this story, Kevin. Well, it all began when on Reddit, I'm like, I want to advertise on certain channels. And they say you need something called karma. And I never really knew how to get it. And uh, I've just made some guesses and the fact that you really need to start posting things. Okay. <laughs> in order to get karma. And um, so I, I found, I fought, found this uh, Reddit feed that I felt like posting on, and it was uh, Hans Zimmer worked with a choir over FaceTime to craft the Dune trailer's Pink Floyd cover. That's pretty groovy. And Hans Zimmer is the shit, no question about it. And you know, not to get you excited, but you know, he's, oh, I'm he's so, doing the movie, so I'm so tempering my feelings yeah. about that. I'm I want Dune to be awesome, and I'm just presuming it's going to suck, <laughs> so my heart's not broken. 
So, um, let me see if I can get to the original uh, conversation that I had with this gentleman who was clear hated me. That's fantastic. <laughs> well, Hans Zimmer, I mean, he does these music scores, and I mean, he he does the type of music that it it, it moves you. Yeah. Like, it, it literally has an emotion. You have an emotional impact to the music that a man creates. It's just, wow. Yeah. You know, what more can you say to that? I want to say he was the Pacific uh, soundtrack. Like, we watched Band of Brothers in the Pacific, and yeah, okay, Band of Brothers probably was the better of the two. But yeah, the, yeah. But I think I'd take the Pacific over that. I, I really like the Pacific, but the opening score to the Pacific was unbelievable. It, it just stirs emotion. And uh, I'm pretty certain that was Hans Zimmer. Not 100%, but... So um, so you were posting. What were you actually posting about? I mean, what were you just saying? You know, like this dude rocks probably. Well, I re- made the mistake of replying to a guy who said that it basically ruined it for him, that this music was out of place and it was um, just a big pile of garbage. He should never have done that. So it basically ruined his entire enjoyment of this trailer, which I didn't think that he was really, you know, that serious. I mean, it's a trailer. Yeah, it's a movie. Yeah, it's but, a movie trailer. Okay. And I decided to be me and kind of a smile like I'm like I'm like, hey, I'm old. I remember when Toto was advertised for the original movie and I thought it'd be complete garbage. Because at the time I didn't really care for Toto. I love them now, but at the time I was like, I don't really care for Toto and I don't think their music would match with this mu- movie. Do you love Toto now? Uh I I love a couple of their songs, especially when it rains and I do talk about how it rains in Africa. What's in the other song by Toto? Rosanna. Damn, you got me. <laughs> Uh, the line, stand the line. Um, what's the other one? Hold the line. Hold the line. Yeah, hold that's the line. That's Toto. I didn't even know. That. I think it's hold the line. Yeah, I think that's Toto. Hold the line. Yeah, Love I think it's Toto. No yeah, way. it does sound like a Toto song. Yeah, right? I think it's hold the line. Yeah, oh, look at you go, yeah. <laughs> Glad I didn't bet you a dollar, man. I would have lost a fucking <laughs> yeah. dollar. It's not the first time. Um, so <laughs> it's not. That's awesome. Yeah, I have a tendency to bet people a dollar. I should throw that out there. And uh, usually it's when I know you don't know it. And Kevin has earned a dollar yes. in his day. Otis Redding, dude. Oh. Yeah. What is writing? But sorry. So yes. So I I just mentioned that uh, you know it's you know Toto and I thought it was gonna be garbage and then the music in Dune with Toto was awesome. Yeah. And he came back at me. Um, oh, and I also men- mentioned that you know if um, if they start playing Africa in the middle of the movie, I think I might have enjoyed the movie more. It's fantastic. I was just being I was just being silly. Yeah. And he's like. He came hard on me. He's like, dude, I think you're trying to be funny. That's great. <laughs> Immediately I knew he doesn't think I'm funny. Yeah. <laughs> and I was sad a little bit. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. He, so, he, he was arguing with me about um, how, you know, he's like, the song Africa wasn't actually in the movie. That didn't, you know, so that's why the movie wasn't ruined. They shouldn't be using this cringeworthy Pink Floyd music in there. And I, all I said to him, I followed up. I tried to be nice. And it actually worked. Sometimes it works with people. It that, is nice to be nice. So I just followed up and saying, um, different strokes for different folks. Good man. And I said, you know, I didn't mind it. Personally, I think it's great that, you know, modern audiences probably don't even know who Pink Floyd is. And I think it fits. Because, is that really the case? What? The a lot of modern today don't know who Pink Floyd is? I don't, I don't, I don't know. Would they? I mean, would they even recognize the song that well to know that as a Pink Floyd song? Maybe they know of Pink Floyd, but not know the song so well to pick up the lyric and say, oh, that's Pink Floyd. I'll be honest. I liked Pink Floyd a lot more before my senior year of high school. 
Oh. Because my senior high year of high school, and I thought this was, maybe this was just my generation, but I thought this was like the rule. The senior year of high school, everybody suddenly listens to Pink Floyd for reasons unknown. Oh. I have no idea why, but that's that was my experience. Huh. Everybody kind of discovered it, and for some reason, man, when everybody discovers something, yeah, it's annoying. I suddenly lose my love for it, which yeah. is funny because that'll tie into a music conversation later. Oh, wow. But anyway, so uh, you're so, joking it out with this dude, so trying to be funny. Trying to be funny. I'm clear <clears throat> that I wasn't funny. And I noticed other people uh, chime in and, and on my side saying, hey, there's nothing wrong with the song. Just yeah. just admit it, you just didn't like the song. There was It didn't really mess up. Okay. And then one guy says, so basically it was some weird psychedelic music in the 80s movie and now you got a weird 80s psychedelic band playing in the modern movie what's the big deal yeah <laughs> it's the same thing when it comes down to it he goes and the theme fits it absolutely <laughs> does fit so i so it ended with me me saying he goes i actually said i respect your the idea and i respect your feeling on this i personally didn't ruin me and of course this is being me i go i don't even listen to, tra- to uh, watch trailers to the end anymore because here's an article <laughs> that I posted, um, how movie studios, I was getting all kind of nerd on this poor guy, uh, movie studios purposely spoiled the ending of movies yeah. on purpose. And there's articles, articles all over the internet, and it's because the people making the trailers don't care that they spoil it. Is he dead the whole time? Fuck. He was dead the whole time. But that's but they do that on purpose. It's not like an accident, as it turns out. Mm-hmm. They, they ruin these movies on purpose in the trailers because they don't care if it ruins anything for you. They just want your butt in the seat. Yeah. So I might so a lot of these trailers I watched it in the first the half of it and I'm like oh this is pretty good I stopped watching it. In fact I probably won't watch any more Dune trailers. That's odd yeah but yeah I yeah. won't either but for different reasons I'd like to go in fresh. You're going fresh um, that too. I like to go in fresh. Yeah goddamn it. Well funny. I wanted to have some idea if what's coming together is worth um, watching. Um, so I watched some of it and but I'm not gonna watch any more trailers because I know if they release anything else for the movie it's gonna give away too much. Yeah, that's why I don't watch them. I don't want to. Uh, I don't want to ruin anything for me. And to be honest with you, it's the once I like do. Now I've seen that trailer now. Yeah. Now I want to watch it. Yeah. Get excited. Not out yet. Now I got to well, wait. But it's not so far away though. Well, no, and yeah. believe me, yeah, two months goes by in the blink of an yeah. eye at this age. But uh, it's quite frankly, it's I got to wait. I'd rather just not know about it, and yeah. lo and behold, oh, look, look what I can get. Look what I can watch. Yeah. So the benefit of all this was. I didn't know what it took to get karma because I needed, you know, and I heart, I'm basically, maybe I'm a troll because I don't really um, comment on many articles. This is, I'm loving where this is going. So you somehow got good karma by just basically being a dick online and, and trolling people. Yeah, I have 21 karma now. <laughs> and that's fantastic. So yeah, you get good karma for somehow picking, yes. picking fights with people. Picking fights with people. I got 21 karma, which doesn't seem to make sense in the word. Maybe they don't know what karma means. Well, well, I'm not negative karma. I mean, there's bad karma. That's true. So just plain old um, karma. And then I was able now to post finally on the um, Reddit subreddit podcast because you need at least like four, three or four karma. Yeah. And I have an account old, newer than five days, but I already had that. I've had a Reddit account but for now, years. Yeah, now you're like a karma god. Yeah, so now I'm posting left and right. Nice. <laughs> um, because you can't advertise in Reddit if you don't have any karma. Yeah. So now I got karma. I now I now have the golden ticket. Oh, that's fantastic! That is a great reference, and uh, the fact that you can uh, advertise for us on Reddit is awesome. Which has been approved. I don't know. I haven't looked at the stats yet, but well, if anybody is listening to us for the first time from Reddit, welcome. Yeah, welcome to the uh, welcome to the family. Yeah, welcome. And Reddit finally, it took me many tries to get this ad in, and 
Yeah, like I, I don't know if I mentioned in the previous episode, but I finally contacted Tech Support. Tech Support said, you should say all this, Kevin Smith, blah, blah, blah. Exact, and I just copy and paste exactly what Tech Support yeah. said I should say. I didn't even change one word, put yep. it right in there. Next day, accepted. I was like, yes. Fantastic. Um, out of curiosity, did the um, dude you were fighting with, did he have any suggestions for what should have been there? No, he did not. And when I gave him my kind of like my peace offering that I said to each his own, he just fell off the planet. So he didn't respond to me. Well, good. You killed him with kindness. I did. Because, uh, you know, I'm, I'm not saying he's wrong, you know, even though he is. Yeah. But I was at least giving him an opportunity, a window saying, hey, that he had no reason to keep fighting with me. I think I said it to you quite succinctly. Yeah. Everyone's entitled to an opinion, yes. and your opinion is wrong. Yeah, he's wrong. <laughs> the uh, I actually pre- and I appreciate the Pink Floyd uh, cover that they put in the movie or in the trailer. I thought it was fitting. I thought it was apt. Yeah, and I'm a big fan of Pink Floyd, you know. Um, I probably like more of their B-side stuff than their big stuff. Like, I if I heard another Brick and Wall and again, part two. I seriously <laughs> thought you were fucking with me when yeah. you said, and I'm not kidding, I would have said this too, and I think we're the only two people on Earth that would say this, but we, and I know if you remember this, but you said to me once, I'd have to say my favorite Pink Floyd song is Vera Lynn. Oh, Vera, Vera, and what I, has become of you? I seriously thought you were <laughs> fucking with me, because I'm like, first of all, that song is like two lines. You I just know. sang like 80% <laughs> yes. of the song right there. Yes. Does anyone out there feel the way I do? Yeah, pretty much that's, that's it. I think that's that you it, just, actually. Yeah, you, we now owe them royalties. <laughs> yes. Um, but no, no, it has to actually sound like the song. <laughs> oh, good. We're safe then. Yeah, this is like a cover. Yeah. <laughs> a bad cover. That's awesome. But there was an extra dump. Yes. Yeah, that was for people of our generation. Um, but anyway, um, that's great. It's awesome. Yeah. But I thought you were fucking with me because I'd have to say that it probably is one of my favorite, uh, if not my favorite. Actually, no, one of my turns is probably my favorite. But uh, yeah. uh, the, that's my problem with Pink Floyd. That's why I don't listen to them much. Um, fantastic. Amazing stuff. Um, the wall ruined me. It was just too fucking dark. And I went down that rabbit hole yeah. and I stayed there for a while it's and a- I just have no desire to go back. It's tough, but w- Wish You Were Here is more my speed. Mm-hmm. Um, I had Dark Side on the Moon, too. That was a great album. Dark Side, yeah. That's just, a great album. Just fantastic album. So, yeah, um, I, I will. I mean, if you if you never heard Pink Floyd, I, I would say you should definitely uh, listen to... I, I honestly think The Wall is worth experiencing once. Yeah. It may not be your jam, um, but there's a lot of good music in there, and either way, it's definitely a piece of art. It's a work of art. You should see the movie, even though it helps explain it better about 5%. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I don't know if that makes matters it, it better d- or worse. It, 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 there's, if you read into it and read between the lines, the movie can help in certain scenes. Mm-hmm. When they get all cartoon on you, that's just too hard to follow what they're yeah. trying to say. But there are definitely scenes of the past and in the war, you can kind of really see what it did to them. When you see the trains full of soldiers and they're saying, bring the boys back home, it yep. fucking breaks your heart. It does. breaks yeah. your heart. So, yeah, so Wolves great. And I actually like the Pink Fraud years, they call it. Um, they call it the Sid Floyd when Sid Barrett was the lead singer for a couple of years. Was I've more never like pop. heard that, but again, I'm not a huge Floyd fan. But yeah, so uh, they call it Sid Floyd when Sid Barrett was lead singer for, and it was really very actually. It was kind of interesting because they really sounded major '60s Beatles when they first started, and then when Sid lost his mind, which "Wish You Were Here" is about him, you know, losing his mind. Okay, "Wish You Were Here," but he's not crazy. Um, See, that's funny. See, I, yeah. I'm actually vehemently opposed to what you do. I know you uh, look up what a song is all about. And I watch documentaries, too, where they talk about the making of the album and why they did it. I got you. But yeah, I mean, yeah. if I learn, I learn. But yeah. I'm generally speaking, 
if you hear a song and you think it means X, Y, Z, then that's yeah. exactly what yeah. it means. And I, I love that about music. The fact that you and I can yeah. just listen to the same, you know, same piece of work and come to two different conclusions. Yeah. I, I don't know. I guess I, I can see that. And I also like knowing because Pink, you know, The Wall was such a complex, okay. you know, album. You know, it's like, what were they trying to say? And, you know, it was actually semi-autobiographical and also still about Sid Barrett. So it was kind of interesting how, you know, like when he shaved his head and stuff, that's mm-hmm. Sid Barrett. Well, you know, so it's the uh, one of my turns is the scene where he throws the TV out the window. Oh yeah, I and think. he has the greatest line because it's misinterpreted with him like standing there, you know, bleeding, contemplating suicide. Um, the line is, you know, would you like to learn to fly? Would you like to see me try? Oh, and yeah. uh, the, the, it's misleading though. He's not actually. I don't think it's actually talking about jumping out the window. Um, but What's perhaps he, he was. Oh, I don't know. Um, yeah, I don't know. A lot of the things he's like talking to, like the fans and the crowd, and you know what become of him. And well, yeah, I think that's what he's talking about. I don't think it's so much. Do you want to see me fly as and jump out the window? I yeah. think it's. Do you want to see me excel? Do you want to see me? Yeah. Aspire to greatness. Yeah, because I know a lot of it was the wall was a separation. I know he, he did say this as a wall is a separation between the fans and the band. Mm-hmm. So that's what the con- original concert was kind of on. It got way complex. No, oh, yeah, without a doubt. Either way, it's you know it hits on the uh, the, the point once again that life is hard, and uh, yeah. that was a a peek into I don't know if it was drugs, madness, yeah. what, but yeah. it was a dark, dark hole. Yeah, Roger Waters, man, that was all him, really. Um, and the music, obviously, the rest of the band participated. The lyrics, though, is all Roger Waters. It was crazy. But the Pink Fraud years, as people call it, was just David Gilmour as lead singer. And I actually like the music. It was a little bit different. The but dude's talented. It is definitely different. But the dude, I mean, there's no question the dude's talented. Yeah. So I appreciate all the years, even the Sid Barrett years. I have you ever seen the uh, Dark Side of the Moon Wizard of Oz thing? I've done it. I have too. I've done it, and, and it, it fucking works. Yeah, yeah. It's weird. It, it works. When there's, brain damage kicks on, you got the scarecrow scene. There's absolutely no way they plan that. No, nobody's that good. No, but um. It's a weird thing that it works. Yeah, because I did it. It's like you get time it like the third roar, then you hit play. Yeah, yeah I did that. I, I was going to say, yeah, yeah, if anybody's curious what we're talking about, for whatever reason, you can play The Dark Side of the Moon to The Wizard of Oz, and it works. Yeah, it lines up. Only about, not the entire movie. Well, apparently you're supposed, I read this too, apparently you can start over um, like in the middle of the movie because the, the disc yeah, only yeah. covers half the movie. Yeah, yeah. And apparently you're supposed to be able to start, I've never done that, but start it over at a certain point. And it matches in the second half of the movie, too. Oh, that's neat. Yeah, I think we only did uh, a bit of it. Yeah, but um, I've done it sober and drunk. And it's more fun than drunk. I just, that's a, not that I'm, say, I'm not encouraging people to drink. I'm just saying, being a little bit more in a uh, joyous mood where you're not paying attention to every little thing, it makes it a little more enjoyable. I was going to say, which one of the, what wouldn't fall into that category? Um, drinking and then experiencing cool music. I, you know, I, it kind of goes together. Yeah, it really does. Yeah. It really does. And exactly, bad music when you're drinking enough, uh, it really becomes cool. <laughs> there, there's a time in my life where I had a room in my house devoted to music listening, I had a chair. I had a stereo, and this is like the god-awful stereo system with the giant speakers, graphic equalizer, visual graphic equalizer. I had the whole setup going. Black light posters and masks and black lights all through the room. And you just sit and listen to music? I would just sit there and listen to the room and did nothing else. I didn't read. I mean, there wasn't really much in the way of internet back then. So I had a music room, and it was just for listening to music. Well, I think because I missed so much as a child, because I was listening to too many show tunes and stuff. And then when I started discovering music when I moved to Vermont... I just I just dove in. It's like I want to hear it all. Music is how I get things done. 
Yeah. Like whenever I'm doing something, I'm listening to music. I do like listening to my, uh, you know, my air AirPods and my ears when I'm doing work. I like doing it that. It just helps me get things yeah. done. Uh, manual labor and music go great together. They really do. But I do think, and I could be little, I don't know if I'm being like, you know, cocky about it, but I feel like that to truly appreciate some music, you can't be doing anything else. I feel like you said some music, some songs really benefit by just sitting there doing nothing else but listening to the song. Perhaps, but I got to say, I don't do yeah. it as much as I love music. I don't do it very often. Yeah, I, I don't do as much anymore, um, but I do try to at least put my headphones on and listen to some music without being trying to be too distracted by other things. You know, it's funny. I've, I'll always love music because, again, I have... It's weird to me. Music's more of an emotional thing to me than it is anything else. Like, I literally feel music. Um, but it, it's, it can't play an instrument of any kind. You know, I always say I play a mean triangle, but that's about it. <laughs> um, but uh, that's what I love about it, though, is, again, yeah. it means so many different things. Like, Mick, Mick loves music, too. We love it in such different ways. Yeah. You know, I'm a lyrics guy. I hear lyrics, and yeah. if they're good, it doesn't matter about the rest of it. I, you yeah. know, I just love good lyrics. And... Um, and yeah. I like how it makes it feel. It's yeah. more of the feeling of the music. And Mickles is more of that that yeah. vibe too. And it's yeah. just funny to me that you know you got this thing that, and again we could all be talking about the same song, but yeah. getting different things out of it. Yeah, I love that. And that was before I started looking at what song means. Were I just got into music just for the music's sake? Well, that's then. part of the reason I like Pandora too, because I'm not looking most of the time, so. It's not, there's no bias there. If I yeah. hear a song, if the algorithm says, hey, you might like this, and I hear something and I like it, I know it's not because, oh, I recognize that band. It's, no, I like the way this sounds. This is my music, you know? Yeah. And it turns out, that's pretty much like Hillbilly Folk. Who the fuck knew? <laughs> yeah, I'm getting some of that on my uh, channel, too, which is kind of cool. It's uh, funny how it works, man. But, uh, yeah, I, I definitely do. Um so boy, uh, so it, well, you, I guess you did. You win your first fight. You, well, you picked your first fight. It well, sounds like I picked it, and I think of the last one speaking. I think by rule, I won. I think you might have. Yeah. Yes. So yeah. and plus, I got karma out of it. So, unbeknownst to him, I got my achieved my goal. My goal wasn't to start a fight. My goal was just to have a funny conversation. He kind of picked a fight with me. And I finished up by saying, well, there's nothing to fight about. I don't really give a crap. And I got 21 karma. Hey, I'm good. You know, I'm not certain you'd agree with this, but um, mm. I understand things have changed dramatically over the course of our lives. Yes. But um, I'll be hood forever, as, as Jay-Z once said. <laughs> um, I, we're greasers still in my book. Yeah, I can't. You can't pull, take a greaser out of you, no matter you just, how far away you try. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, it's funny. I, just, I was born yeah. the, the south of the Mason Dixon, so I said, yeah. tell Mick all the time, you can take the boy out of the south, but yeah. you cannot take the south out of the boy. Yeah, um, yeah. No matter iPhones I buy, uh, it's yeah, it's doesn't make me a you know snob. I can't do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. You're you're not going to be a social. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I so. pretend, you know, I fake it, but if a real social came around, they would sniff me out. So yeah. You're 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 a poser. I and mingle. Would, be, yeah, I mingle with the socials because that's what I need to do for a profession. But yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I admit it. I'm a poser. <laughs> I'm a poser social. Yeah, that's poser awesome. social. Uh, I try. Well, I'm bald, so I could be a greaser all I want. It doesn't really matter. Nobody yeah. know. Um, <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> what difference would it make? Yeah. Anyway, um, so you told me uh, that we have 
uh, you know, aside from uh, the what are you section and the cross promotion coming up, you said we have a suggestion for an yes. LLC name. So yes, we. So I guess this is our first official uh, user uh, suggestion. Yep, user and, entry. And it was by Haley. All right, thanks, Haley. Which uh, in she, advance she uh, listens to the show quite often, and she considers herself a super fan as much as Taman is. Oh, which I told her throwing no. Throwing down a gauntlet. Yeah, but I don't think she realized how much Taman comments. So I, I correct her. I'm like, yeah, okay, I- I'll give it to you for now, Ooh. since you give such a great suggestion. But then they were fighting. Yeah, they're fighting words. So. So, but yeah, she's uh, uh she did uh, throw in this uh, um, I think suggestion. It's you, by the way, what, what the fuck? You were just starting internet fights all all over. the time. Yeah, I just know. all over the place. You're out of control. I, I think I am a troublemaker, but but Haley's suggestion made her laugh more than she made me laugh. But it was still a good suggestion because she was laughing hysterically. She she, she said it. There's said something it. inherently funny to me about people <laughs> laughing at their own jokes because yeah. God knows I do it and I think it's great. <laughs> I think it's great. So she laughed, and you'll see when you hear it. You're gonna see why she laughed so hard because it was kind of it was funny. I get to hear it. <laughs> yeah, you get to hear this it. This is an audio clip. Well, no, I, I'm gonna say it. Oh, okay. I'm like <laughs> you were pressing yes, buttons I'm on your computer. It. I'm like, oh no, what? I think you I accidentally hit mute uh, mute on my phone because I'm gonna be doing a uh, commercial in a minute. Kevin confounded me. Yeah, confounded you. Okay, so here it is. This is her. Her and she lost it. I'll see if I can do it justice. Toot in common. <laughs> Toot in common. <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> yeah, I should do it. And I'm like, you know, it would be cool if we spelled out in English. Toot in, in common, common LLC. Yeah. But no, if you say it fast. It. Uh, I get it. Yeah. So Charlize is like, no one's going to get that. And I'm like, I don't know. I think people are going to get it. This toot in common. <laughs> yeah, I think that's, I got to say, that's witty. <laughs> yeah. So um, so please imagine Haley laughing her butt off when she said that to me because she did. Um, that is, well, Haley, thank you for the official entry. Yes. Um, it's actually pretty good. <laughs> yeah, I, I will say this with all candor. It's a yeah. lot better than what I thought I was going to hear. I don't know yeah. what I expected, but yeah. I did not expect anything uh, actually good. And yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, she just came up with it today. And yeah, and I entirely wrote it as in, uh, as oh. it's meant, I believe. Yeah, two in common. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's it's true wit. Yeah, it is because it pl- it plays to what we like about you know wordplay. Yeah, you know, so it's you know it's what means one thing, but you hear it means another. It just yeah. I love it. Yeah, yeah. I, I love it. The double entendre is fun as hell. Layers. Well, uh, like again, onion. folks, I would just like to throw that out. And what the hell? This seems like a good enough time. So uh, you know, we would love for anybody to. Uh, Give us suggestions on what our LLC should be. And uh, who knows? Maybe we'll hold a poll one day once we have a few more suggestions and just mm. kind of see what people think. But, uh, you know, we can name this whatever the hell we want. So, yeah. uh, And I don't think there's a giant rush because until we start making money, it doesn't matter that much. But once we start making money, we're going to want the LLC. Yeah, exactly. And I, I want to, um, I just want to have it all in place before one of us says or does something stupid and somebody sues the shit out of us. So, yeah, yeah. You know, that's basically the gist of it. There's always Mexico. Um, that's... <laughs> Great. There's always money in the banana stand. Yes, exactly. That's, uh, from Arrested Development. Oh, oh yeah, because that's where they put the money they in. The, put the money. Yeah, in that the, was the clue. That, that's one of those just com- <laughs> completely obscure lines. Yeah. Because I will throw yeah. out randomly. There's always money in the banana stand. Yes. So they, yeah. <laughs> then the thing burned down, right? Oh, entirely. Yeah, they're like, yeah. yeah, they burned down. And they're like, yeah. Yeah. But like there's a, money there's in the banana. There's 150 <laughs> grand in the banana stand. Yeah. Yeah, it's such a stupid bit. But, oh, it's great. But that's another line that, you know, that, that bit was actually, it didn't make me laugh in the show, but yeah. uh, we'll just throw that out run, uh, randomly. There's always money in the banana stand. <laughs> that's awesome. 
Um, um yeah so anyway so, so that's uh, my stories that's a great one and we want to hear some we want to hear more i love the tutankhamun so thank you <laughs> Haley. that's that's actually great i absolutely love it um but we want to hear from you we want to hear more suggestions and um you know hopefully there's no riots amongst our fans but you know again we well, just starting battles i think we have go, Kevin. i think we have the bar set now though so it has to be at least uh, you know toot in common quality you that's, know that's great going forward well you know we'll take all all any suggestions i can't wait to hear them um you know and again we'll we'll figure this out we've got some time uh the process is moving forward i did ask mickles about it okay. the other day so she is uh moving forward with that but uh you know, that being said, how, if I'm a tutor, how, how would I give you a suggestion? If I've got the, the oh. next thing that's even better than toot in common. I think the best place to do it is, you know, uh, email us at toot at tootcast.net. And if you can't remember that, go to tootcast.net. Oh, you're almost already there. Once you go to tootcast.net, there's your links and, you know, um, definitely be able to find your way around that site. Um, yeah, yeah. I've noticed you've done a lot of stuff there, too, so there's a lot more links, a lot, a lot easier to get around. Yeah, I'm trying my best to find the balance between making the website messy and having too much information. But uh, so that's there's a balance. Like I had a Twitter feed right there, and I thought about too messy to keep it there and then put other stuff there. So I'm trying not to make it messy, but... I'm not a web developer. I'm not good at this stuff. Have there been any? I'm so bad at this stuff that I don't. I, I attempted Twitter at one point and I gave up shortly after. Um, I'll, I'll go back at it. But um, are we having any uh, interaction on Twitter? Uh, <clears throat> yes, by me. me. <laughs> by me. That's great. <laughs> by me. Um, and uh, cu- yeah, currently, yeah, so we don't really have a big following on uh, Twitter right now. Our Facebook is probably. You know, probably a, a second largest place where people are liking us and following us is really on Facebook. Okay. Uh, the rest of it is um, we've got a bunch of YouTube people, but our podcasts themselves are where the current major collection of people listen to us. That's and great. Well, following us. Again, you know, just having people uh, as a part of this is what makes it fun. So, yes. um, but well, thank you once again for the contact us. So now, one of my personal favorites, because again, things are weird, buddy. It's weird talking to you now because. Yeah. Uh, well, we, we now hoard. Mm. We hoard things. Hoard information. And, um, Topics. You know, so based on that, let's let's go down the what are you list. So what are you playing, my friend? Uh, I What I'm playing is I'm still playing Death Stranding. I've reached Chapter 8 for people that have played the game. And apparently there's 14 chapters. Uh, that's all I looked ahead. I just was curious how far uh, into the game that I've been playing. You read the last page. I read the last page. No, I didn't go that far. But I just, I just Googled how many chapters, and I'm like, oh, okay, I'm moving along. I bet I can knock that out this weekend because I stopped uh, grinding as much as I've been doing and trying to do more of the storyline. Okay. And the chapters are coming fast and furious, so it's it's kind of interesting. Um, the game is, I don't know. I don't know why it got negative. I mean, I guess I know why I got some negative uh, people who didn't think the game was all that. But the game is under genius, and some people understand genius. Some people hate it, and I think it's... Mm-hmm. I think it's got a great storyline. Well, I think you, that's... You said it earlier, too, though. Different strokes, different folks. Yeah, know? definitely. But if you're a person who, you know, is not... If you're, like, all you play is Call of Duty, you'll hate the game. Yeah. But if you're, you know, more experimental and okay with slower-paced games, you're going to like the game. It's a good game. It sounds like it's tickling your fancy. And the second thing I got was... Um, the um, An Epic Store, I just wanted to check out the new... Uh, the add-on to Outer Worlds. Okay, yeah, the DLC. The DLC, the Gorgon. And there's actually going to be a couple DLCs coming out. So I heard there's one more, actually. Yeah, it's coming out early next year. So I was looking at the Season Pass, and the Season Pass is 25 bucks, 
and the standalone is fifteen ninety nine. So you just went to twenty five. So I was like, let me go to the season pass, and somehow I had a ten dollar gift card in there. So you got it for fifteen anyway. Yeah, so fifteen, I got the next two DLCs. Nice. So I'm like, okay, that's worth it. Yeah. So I did load up a new game just to start it, um, because when my niece comes over, I can't use the TV with the big computer. <laughs> So I use my laptop. Okay. And so I don't don't have Death Stranding on my laptop, and that's what I play when guests come over. I okay. play Outer Worlds. <laughs> I got you. So I started playing Outer Worlds again. I build a new I like character. That you have your guest video game. Yes, my guest video. My guest comes out, put the headphones on, put the laptop on, because they're watching Netflix chick flicks. Yeah, of course. So and um, sometimes I, I oh we I, we know I, I pay attention we, to we it. know we know. <laughs> But, but so yeah, uh, that's what I've been playing, and uh, so so I will be playing, trying to get to the DLC of Outer Worlds, and because I'm also looking for the next DLC, um, I think in probably March, February, March. I think February. Yeah, I didn't said. look at the time. I just uh, had skimmed the headline that they were having too, and the first was the Assault and Gorgon. Yeah, and I decided to pay, pay, uh, play totally different, with a totally different kind of character and different gender, because last time I didn't pick a, a female gender, so I'm doing a female gender. Um, uh, playthrough. I presume I did. I don't even remember. It, yeah, so I'm I'm playing it differently, and I'm making different choices. Okay. You know, I, I like right away. Well, I helped a different faction. I was going to say you and I were talking as we played that, and because um, you bought that one for me. Um, yeah. So thank you. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we we were having right off the rip. We had like an entirely different experience. Yeah, totally different experience, and it changes the game quite a bit because yeah. you know, and then you know, obviously you had the playthrough where you killed everything that moved. I haven't finished it yet. I, yeah. I do want to go back to that, actually. Because, yeah, I even shot the kid who gives you the gun yeah. right, and, in the, right in the beginning. And I don't know if if there's been updates or, or something. I think there might have been. But the game just feels prettier than it was when I first played it. Oh, really? I don't so, re- yeah, I recall it being a... Pre- I mean, I don't recall it being like Elder Scrolls, like, holy shit, that's the most beautiful thing. But it was a pretty game. I don't yeah, recall I think it being they, bad. I feel like they must have cranked the color um, like saturation. The game felt small. So the oh, DLCs yeah. will help. Yeah, it definitely needs DLCs, but there's a, you know, but now that they're owned by Microsoft, the, they didn't have the money to make a big game. Yeah. But if you see all the trailers, all the mo- games are making that's going to be basically smacking Bethesda even more. Yeah, they now have the funding to make big games. Yeah. So I'm really looking because I think they can do a great job. And I'm looking forward to their future games and their DLCs. I don't know how anybody works in the video game industry and doesn't know the story of Atari. Oh. You know, seriously, all you manufacturers, apparently I'm looking yeah. at you, Bethesda. Yeah. Go watch Atari Story, and then you're going to learn about how Activision came to be, and you're going to realize, wow, yeah. maybe we should pay these writers and pay these programmers, because they are going to fuck us big time one day if we don't. I know. <laughs> then, of course, you make a game called E.T. and ruin the whole thing there, too. <laughs> don't get me wrong. I'm not saying Atari games were great, but, uh, you yeah. know, if you follow that story, they were treating their programmers like shit. Yeah. And... um Next thing you know, they've got these companies popping up left and right that are manufacturing games for their console. You know, that's how Activision came to be. That's honestly, that's how so many video game companies came to be. So, um, you know, Outer Worlds, I can't remember the name of who made that, but I know there's spin-off. Obsidian Entertainment. Obsidian, yeah, I know there's spin-off from, uh, or they're, they were affiliated with the Fallout uh, world and they yeah, left Bethesda. And, yeah, I believe they work for Interplay. A lot of the people that work for Interplay. Okay. That made the original Fallout One and Two. Yep. And yeah, a lot of people ended up on the uh, Obsidian team. Yep. So, treat your programmers right. That's my advice. Yep. And Interplay was a good company until they fell apart. That yeah, they made some bad mistakes as well. Yeah, it's a shame. Anyway, um. So that's what I'm playing. What are you playing? 
besides uh actually i'm playing nothing new uh, yeah. unfortunately i'm not playing much anything but uh yeah tony hawk pro skater one and two that's gonna be for a while probably and um you know, I told you about that Need for Speed Heat, and I just started getting into it. Um, yeah, the, I fucking love the Need for Speed games. And, uh, you know, this was the one that I'd sight unseen added to my Desert Island list. Mm. Not regretting a thing. Yeah. I mean, they're just, they're fantastic. They really are. My car's a piece of shit. I'm working on it. But uh, it's uh, it's good stuff. <laughs> um, so what are you watching? I am watching, so I finished Shameless. So oh, wow. I watched yeah, so you're ahead of us. We, oh. got, we are a season behind, I confirmed. Yeah, so it's and the last season was great. I didn't think it was going to be, but the remaining cast that stayed on, great. As long as, long as Carl's around, yeah, Carl. Oh, yeah, and the, and it's Carl thirty yet? No, but he shines in this season even more than it, he has it's amazing, been. isn't it? You know, yeah. You, whoever watches that, if you're just watching it now, you're thinking Carl's such a little yeah. prick. It's really why do you like him? You'll love Carl. I promise. It's really Carl, Ian, and Mickey. They just like. They oh, were, Mickey's back good. Oh, shoot. I just I didn't mean to spoil Fucking it because I don't remember. I just God spoiled. damn. Yes. Son of a bitch. <laughs> Sorry, but it's a great season, and I really enjoyed it what tremendously. You mean Snape killed Dumbledore, you mother. Yeah, I know. How dare I? Yeah. Uh, so I stopped watching that be, uh, since I finished that, so then I switched over. To, so Charlize and I decided that we're, we were trying to at least watch two different shows at a time. Yeah. We did that too. We, um, we can't do. You need a you need a comedy at all times, and then yeah. you can do a drama or you can do a sci-fi. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I need a. Yeah, we don't have a comedy right this second, so we've been watching. Um, um, we're going through the second season of Hannah right now. Oh, okay, great. So stuff. we're back to Hannah, and then we start watching a show um, on Cinemax um, Max. I think it's called a channel uh, called Raised by Wolves, and Raised by Wolves is, you know the. And I did watch a trailer, although I'm not a big fan of trailer for the show. And I can tell you, the trailer does nothing to help you understand what you're about ready to witness. Yeah, it is. Uh, and in fact, I'm not going to talk much about the show because I want I everybody to experience it, yeah. it for themselves. Because I, I will go as, as, as to say this: it's different. It's, I like that. It's a sci-fi, so so it's definitely it doesn't take place on Earth, <laughs> and that's all I'm going to say. Because the show was well acted, um, and it's got the one thing I will say. Uh, not that I was really into the show, but it has the lead actor from the TV series called Vikings. Um, which, oh yeah, um, Lothbrook. Uh, yeah, yeah, I know who you're talking. So about. he's I he, liked him. Yeah, so he's in the movie as a very interesting and different role. We finally gave up on Vikings. We just decided that we were watching it. It was on like yeah. on like season ninety six, and yeah. it just once they killed Ragnar there. That's who he was. Um, Ragnar Lothbrook. Now I know my memory works. Yeah. Um, once they killed him, the uh, yeah. Spoiler alert: Ragnar didn't yeah. make it. Um, it just I couldn't. We couldn't bring ourselves to care after that point. Yeah. It just didn't matter. It, it's just the show lost something. I got, I love the girl in that show though, the Shield Maiden wife. I can't yeah. remember her name, but. Um, so, Agatha, something like that. So the first episodes of Raised by Wolves is directed by Ridley Scott. It looks like his son yeah. takes over Luke Scott, uh, some of the episodes. So um, when you watch this and you, you realize Ridley Scott is a genius, even though the whole weird alien spinoffs he did was basically ruined the, the aliens saga, mm-hmm. um, he still has it in him to make something very interesting and very good. And I think this is like a return to like a, a form like I'm like oh yeah this is why you're good, you're the reason why the first Alien movie was a slow build to awesomeness, you know. So he really is good. He just needs to have the 
I don't know. It all the things have to align just well, right. When you say the first Alien movie, you actually mean the second, don't you? No, the second one, James Cameron. Oh, okay. Look at that. All right. Yeah. I James, gotta, should I go back and watch the first Alien? I I know I've seen that. I just don't recall it to be honest. I've I went and watched all the Alien movies, and I would say there's two good Alien movies, and the rest were okay. Yeah. Although I did like them, they were just okay. Well, I remember Aliens much better. Yeah. I mean, let's face it, Chet. Game uh, over, man. Game that over, looks man. Fucking epic. That yeah, really is. James Cameron turned a slow burn horror into a sci-fi action. Yeah. That's what he did, and so I don't I. Don't, they're not the same movie at all. They're yeah, no, close. no, I'm not saying they're the same movie. I'm just yeah. saying, uh, I guess if you had to pick one, which one? Yeah, you it's kind of like the. Um, it's tough. It depends what you're in mood for. If you're in mood for it, like Jaws, for example, um, Steven Spielberg realized that a shark looked like garbage. Yeah. So he decided to hardly ever show it in the movie because yeah. it looked so bad, and that worked. And to build the tension Absolutely. of it by not seeing the shark, and it's the same thing with the Alien movie. The first one, it built up the tension so well. That when that monster bursts out of his chest, you're like, holy crap. <laughs> it was like an awesome moment. It's just um, well done. Well, that's the here's the thing about writing, or, or and this is what makes books generally better than movies. The monster, the evil monster that you imagine is so much scarier to you than it would be to me, and vice yeah. versa. Yeah. Um, so, you know, there's nothing as scary as what you can possibly imagine, you know? And yeah. that's the thing. So not showing you the shark, not showing you the monster, it enables you, or reading the book, it enables you to come up with your own mental image of it. And it's, uh, you know, Cthulhu is either the scariest demon that ever was, yeah. or is a dude with a freaking octopus for a head. You know, yeah. it, it depends how you look at it. Yeah. <laughs> so I would say that if you, to me, this this is more of the slower build type of movie there is there is action in the movie or in the tv series um looks like this first season seven episodes yeah sure and i've seen about four episodes so far and it's a slow slower build but it's not a boring build it's interesting so i found it i was fascinated by how they built this up and i was like yeah this reminds me of when ridley scott was in his prime i almost don't want to watch it for another couple of years uh, Oh, yeah, I can see you're waiting. Gonna, you're gonna, to it's going to hurt. Yeah. It's going to hurt, but now that I'm in it, I, I want to see the rest of the episodes. Exactly my point. Because they're just, it's fascinating. Because I'm like, yeah, and you're going to watch number seven there, and you're going to be like, son of a bitch. Yeah, I know. I hate that. Now I'm waiting. I don't know how long to find out what the hell's going to happen here. But I just, I find it, it's a fascinating premise, and I've always liked it when, you know, it's like, I don't know. It, it, they make it believable. You, uh, there's some things you have to suspend belief for, but for the most part, it's believable. Leaving Earth to go to another planet, mm -hmm. you know, because Earth is just being destroyed. So it's plausible. Yes, yeah. it's plausible. They're going to Kepler 22b, um, which I think is a real Earth-like planet, and I find it like fascinating that you know Fusion? they're trying to build a colony on it. What's that? Fusion? How are they gonna? I don't know. They didn't really talk about how they made it there, but they did like hypersleep and all that stuff to make it there. Okay. Um, so. Which was interesting too. I also don't want to give away because apparently when you go in hypersleep, um, you can still interact with fellow passengers. Now that's interesting. Yeah, yes. Even though you're asleep, so that's you're in a you're in a computer simulation. So I, I fa so yeah. I don't. I'm not oh, gonna say no okay. more. Right. I'm not gonna say any more about the show. But it's well done and um, it's tough. I hate giving rep recommendations to Sean on TV shows because I like some stupid TV shows. I self admit it, and I like them. I don't care that they're um, cheesy and just a big like. Another show Char I convinced Charlize to watch. I convinced her to watch uh, Star Trek Next Generation. Yeah, you said that last time. Yeah. Uh, because I want her to experience the Riker beard. 
I think moment. Th- I think I got to call social services. I think that's child <laughs> or that's uh, that's spousal abuse. I do. But if you go to like conventions, women like Star Trek. It is. It's not like like I'm, Babylon Five. I'm constantly having to tell Nichols turn off the fucking Next Generation. <laughs> yeah. We're watching something. Oh, she might have liked it if she watched it back in the eighties. Um, no, no. I liked it. I thought it was a great show. No, I, but I, I'm telling you, I've watched. I'm not kidding when I say I've probably seen eighty to eighty-five percent of Star Trek: The Next it's a well Generation. Well done show. But but it's funny that it's it's now well known that you know when you grow a beard in the show, when you grow a Riker beard, the show's better. That is that is funny to me. I did not know that. So that's like the opposite of jump the jump the shark, and that's and the show did get better. In fact, I think that's because I had less Will Wheaton too. Because Will Wheaton ruined Will the first Wheaton season. Sucked, yeah. yeah, he ruined the first season, and it was actually the first episode of the second season that Riker grew the beard, and they didn't even explain until like the eighth season why he grew the beard. I think, but in real life, he just there was a, um, I think there was some sort of writer strike or something, and he just like I- I'm sick of shaving, <laughs> so he didn't shave for the first when he showed up on set. Nice. And like, I like it. So they kept. That's really what it was. He just didn't hate shaving. Good for him. Hated shaving. Um, I think that was my problem with the show, actually, because I watched it a lot because it was pretty much what was on. Yeah, um, in the eighties, yeah, because I'm the entire eighties. That you know, and Cheers, love Picard, love Cheers, um, love Picard, love Cheers, loved. I, I even liked Riker, you know, um, yep. number one there. He's great. Um, Worf. but there were more people like yeah, Worf. Wasn't Data. Particularly fun. Uh, Data was all right. I was okay with Data. <laughs> yeah, Worf didn't particularly care. Um, yeah, basically all the children, you know, the Will Wheaton for <laughs> yeah, certain. Yeah, the Will Wheaton ruined the show. Yeah, almost all of the women in the show I just didn't like. Beverly Crusher. You didn't, didn't you like have it? a crush no, on Crusher? I did not have a crush on Crusher. Yes, she was the redhead and the algae pretty girl, but no. Yeah. Um, didn't like the other one even more. The empath uh, there. Uh, oh, Deanna De- uh, Troy. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. yeah. Didn't like her whatsoever. <laughs> Did you like when Picard had to become a Borg? Um, that I could get behind. I like yeah. the Borg concept, yeah. actually. There's some good stuff in there, but there's so yeah. much that I didn't like that I, yeah. I... Again, it's not that it's the worst show ever. I just have yeah. no desire to go back to it. No, but it's one of the best Star Trek uh, series out there, even with modern ones. Because there's modern ones now. that has got uh, Star Trek Discoveries out now. That's a new Star Trek uh, show. I didn't watch all of them. Like, I never watched any Voyagers, or there was a Discovery yeah. before, if yeah. I'm not mistaken. I didn't watch that Deep Space either. Nine. Deep Space Nine, um, didn't watch Star Trek Enterprise. Yeah, I'm a trekker because you can't call us trekkies. That's a, Why can't we call you trekkies? Because that's an offensive term. Oh, that's all the more reason. How could trekkie be offensive? <laughs> I do, there is actually a documentary. I don't I can give a crap. But there is a documentary on it. That, that they, trekkie is offensive? Um, yeah, that you're trekkers. Yeah, you're not trekkies. They find it offensive, all the Trekkers. I'm amazed at what people are offended about. Yeah. Um, but that's why I think the show's fascinating to see what show gave this fan base, this crazy people, men and women, all just crazy people like diehard Star Trek fans. Oh, I yeah. find it fascinating. Yeah, no, people, I mean, yeah, people. Actually, Spock said that once. Fascinating. Fascinating. Yeah, no, it's true, though. Um, props to Leonard Nimoy. Um, yeah, I like Leonard Nimoy. Yeah, I do, too. And the first um, season was, or the first show was very cheese, and I liked it, too. I prefer the, yeah, see, that's the thing, though, and I recognize that. Mm. Like, um, I can tell you, I've said this before, I'll say it again. The 80s and almost everything that came from it yeah. completely sucked. It did. And um, I love so much of it. There's such charm to the lameness of it. I'm it's, okay with it because of our age it's yeah. because of what we experienced growing up yeah. if i'd grown up in any other decade i'd have no interest whatsoever 
Um, you don't or, think future generations are going to want to watch A Team? Come on. Probably not. You know, it might make more sense if you're coked out of your brain. Because oh, my yeah. understanding is all the adults when we were growing up were pretty yeah, much on pretty coke much. in the 80s. So yes. maybe that made it made sense. But, yeah. you know, for us, it's just nostalgia. Yeah. <laughs> I think future generations need to remember the A Team. That's just um, me. You know, I did love the A-Team, I won't lie. I love Dukes of Hazard. I love the A-Team. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I basically love people driving around and jumping cars, apparently. Yeah. Well, I remember the A-Team is how I uh, first discovered who Boy George was, because he was a guest star in one episode singing Karma Chameleon. That's amazing. And me. I ne- didn't even know who... And I still remember vividly because it was the A-Team that he was a guest star. That is great. Creepy. <laughs> Do you remember, did Boy George like solve the crime? Did he... Did he defeat the enemy? <laughs> I don't remember what he did. I bet I just, he did because the yeah. '80s were so campy. I bet that's it what was. it was. You know, it's very possible that they, yeah, that um, he defeated with he the karma chameleon. Him, he beat him with a culture club. Yeah, Come culture on, club. it was so culture club. right there. That's, oh was God, you were right there. there. God, I feel, I'm sad about myself not realizing. Yeah, the name of the band he was in, the culture club. Yeah. You were so yeah. close. I was almost was, very proud. Oh God, oh. That, man, that's fun. God. Anyway, and it, yeah, that this wow. Um, what were we talking about? <laughs> what we were watching. Oh, yeah. We were watching. So that's what I'm watching. Um, um, we're only watching one thing right now. Yeah. Um, at work. No, that's not the yeah, one. I'm watching a lot of that, though. Yeah. Uh, Dark is what we're watching. And Dark. I got that from, uh, I'm slowly but surely, and might have had something to do with this show, the concept of looking up a list of the best somethings, Yeah. especially when you want to watch something on TV, it somehow occurred to me. Yeah. So, um you know, we looked up a list of best sci-fi's, or came across a list of best sci-fi's, and Dark was one of them. Hmm. And um, it is probably going to let me down, in the sense that we're getting close to the end, and I don't know how they're going to do it. I know how they should end it, and I don't know if they can do it. Uh, if anybody can, it says people, these people. But um, there's a chance it just ends poorly, and it, it nullifies everything that's come before it. You know, Dexter. Think Dexter. Dexter oh. was fantastic, and then it was... And then it, it became a lumberjack. Seriously, I hope somebody got fired, even though the show was over. Like, I'd hire them yeah. just to fire them again, wow. because you invalidated everything that came before it. Yeah. But um, even if that happened, and I hope it doesn't, this show is dealing with time travel, and it's doing it with multiple parties traveling in multiple directions at the same time, and they're not fucking up the story. Mm. Talking about basically anybody moving through time except for one speed and one direction, that being forward, it gets complicated really quickly, and the paradoxes are tough. And you and I being nerds, and anybody who's out there listening that's a nerd, you immediately start looking at thinking about the, what happens when I go back and kill my grandfather. Mm. Yeah, they just hit that shit on the nose. Wow. Um, like, they, they've got crazy scenarios. Like, people are... It's insane. I'll just say it that way. It's absolutely insane. Um, like, people are basically becoming... It's hard to explain, but somebody's effectively damn near their own mother. Basically, their daughter gave birth to her. Well, it's Ouroboros. And, uh, exactly, the Ouroboros. God damn, you're a nerd. I love it. Um, that's exactly what Mickle said, too. And, she said uh, Ouroboros, too? She entirely said Ouroboros, well, and snake, I said it uh, is. eat itself, yeah. And that's how this show should end. Because they've been saying it the whole time, and people would still be surprised. If they're smart about it, the show should end exactly as it began. Yeah. Because that's the whole point of this. Yeah. This is, is the serpent eating its tail. Yeah. It, there is no beginning. There is no end. And, yeah. But, boy, I tip my hat to these people, even if they fuck it up at this point, because they've done something I've never seen before. They've managed the time travel story without fucking it up. And that is... 
that is so tough. It is so tough because there's paradoxes yeah. everywhere and you're just going to trip over them. And they just said, boy, you can't avoid them. Let's embrace them. Hmm. And they, they've really done a good job. So uh, It does seem it might fit my um, type of things I like because the genre is listed as science fiction, thriller, mystery, tragedy. It is sad. Yeah, it is sad. Um, yeah, I think, well, I'm on the melancholy side of life too, you know? Yeah. I'm not, I'm not, you know. Melancholy and the infinite sadness? Yeah, we'll talk about them. I always <laughs> included them today, but I said I will send for another day. Um, that's great. So, uh, on that note. Yes. Have you heard anything? Any, any new music? Um, what did I have? Been? I thought I'd been listening to something. Uh, oh, yeah, I know. This is, okay. I, I don't always listen to good music, as you know. But, but when I do, it's so, like a Dusty commercial. So yeah, so yeah, so I've been listening to. So a few years back, I was going to go to see a concert um, with the Goo Goo Dolls, mm-hmm. and so I made a, a playlist of a bunch of their songs. And Collective Soul opened for them, and that offends me to this day. I went there to see Collective Soul, um, and unfortunately, Collective Soul decided to play their most uninspiring songs oh really i'm sorry yeah so it it really wasn't my my back but so because of that Charlize, who doesn't really you know one band to the other just oh it's just music to her yeah she's like collective noise whatever and she's like yeah goo goo dolls was awesome so she really enjoyed the goo goo dolls music and there's there is if you if you take the big hits away from goo goo dolls and do some of their lesser songs they're well done. They're well, well done songs. You, you know, they're from Buffalo, so perhaps the Goo Goo Dolls oh. for that. Um, I think they're good. their songs are good. Um, their big hits are kind of like overplayed on the radio, but the rest of their music is pretty good. I've got a couple Guilty Pleasure Goo Goo so- Dolls songs, but I can't say I'm a fan. I haven't really listened to much of their stuff, and the, most of the stuff I've heard is, I'm like, wow, this is complete crap. And the stuff I do like, I'm like, wow, this is complete crap, but yeah. I kind of like it. Yeah, it's kind of like that. They're all right. <laughs> yeah. I'm a solid all right. I'm offended by I the fact that it, there's no question for me, if I had to pick Google Dolls or Collective Soul, who's opening for who? It is entirely Collective Soul headlining every day. Well, they have more talent than Google Dolls, I can tell you that. And I have to fill the, the empty void I have right now when I delete it to my um, Nickelback playlist. So I'm trying to find songs that are kind of similar, but you know, not as you know, fem, you know. You know what's great about evil. that though mm-hmm. is pretty much whatever you put in there is a step up. <laughs> yes. So that's what I'm going to. I'm going from Nickelback to Goo Goo Dolls and Collective Soul. That's you, what I've been doing. You, you, I can say with all yeah. you, honestly, when you give it, when you say it like that. <laughs> yes. So Goo Goo Dolls. Yes. I just became a giant Goo Goo Dolls. Fan. <laughs> See, that's that's what I did. So that's kind of because what I've been doing lately is listening to music while I'm working. Yeah. And so that's the stuff I've been kind of I've been kind of like Goo Goo Doll in it this week. All right, good for you. Well, yeah, like I said though, shout out to they're from Buffalo. I like that. Yeah. You know, um, we're like what four hours from Buffalo, three and a half, but uh, yeah, it's too close. That's awesome. Um, any other recommendations? Uh, that's all I have right now. I think I did post on the Facebook our Facebook web page the um, my playlist when I was listening to Yes. Oh yeah. So do you have any songs for uh, either Google Dolls? That, why don't you do both? I mean, uh, yeah. I, I just happen to know, folks. Kevin is a big Collective Soul fan. Um, so uh, yeah, if I've never heard Collective Soul, what should I listen to? Or is that too is that too on the spot? Should I get back to that question another um, show? I could probably uh, name a um, bunch of uh, Collective Soul games. I mean, I would say, games. That's awesome. I would say, don't do Shine, even though that is the most popular song that um, Collective Soul put out. I know, but it one. sounds nothing like the rest of their music. It's like they had this one hit. In fact, they came close to being a one-hit wonder, if you ask me. Um, but Collective Soul, they had some. Um, I don't know. They have some uplifting songs, but I think December is a little too easy. Um, 
I like some of the newer songs like Satellite. Um, um, let's see. Precious Declaration. Good song. The World I Know. All the World I Know is a great song. I actually think I know that song, actually. Um, Bearing Witness. Adore. Adore. If you uh, want to play a song for um, somebody you care about and say, this song I'm playing for you in honor of you, Adored is a great song. Okay. Very nice. Um, so that's all Collector's Soul, right? Yeah. Collector's Soul. Better Now. You know? Um, so pretty much just like all this. You, you sound like me and the dead. It's yeah. just like if it... If it if they did it, yeah, it's fucking yeah. good, dude. They're they're just well done song. I really did. That was my jam in the nineties because I did yeah. actually listen to Collector Soul during their height, and that was my jam. I just Collector Soul. I just loved them, and I and I and Shine was obviously their most popular song, but I don't. That's not the song I like play constantly. Is all yeah. their other stuff. Um, that's like, I'm telling you, it's like that with a lot of bands. They're 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 hits. Peter Gabriel, man. Peter Gabriel. Yeah. I'm not kidding. His hits are the worst songs on the album by far. Yeah, um, I I was partial Red Rain. That's a great song, but um, don't get me wrong. I like his hits too. Sledgehammer's fucking awesome, but uh, by far Sledgehammer's the worst song in the album. Yeah, and I love Sledgehammer. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> so here's the thing about the Goo Goo Dolls, which is I think I need to post this list somewhere, and I, maybe I should. Yeah, you should. I like that because you post list. when I post the list of, uh, so I went through all the Google songs in my library. Yeah, I and, and I made a playlist of all the songs I liked. I have 43 songs in there. See, that's funny. I did the same thing. I have Black Balloons and Slide. Oh, um, yeah. Those are my Guilty Pleasure songs. Those are good. They're, they're in my list. And they're in my it. list. Um, I, and I know you're going to have it on here, and I'm sorry, it sucks. Um, I won't tell him your name. What the fuck are you talking about? Oh. Iris? Uh, yeah, Iris. God, I'm lame. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I won't um, tell him your name. I know it's on there because it's got a nice riff to it, but the lyrics are so stupid they they yeah. anger me. It's like goddamn, yeah. that's a, that's a, that's an eyes wide shut. Yeah, like you were almost onto something. Like you've had the riff, and yeah. then you fucked it up with dumb words. Yeah. Um. But yeah, but, but I got forty three songs on this list, so there's so many on there because um, I mean they have newer songs too that they put on the last like five year, ten years. Rebel beats and come to me that were kind of like. I don't know. They're newer, so it's probably songs you never heard. So they even me personally, yeah, absolutely guaranteed. You haven't heard. Yeah, you haven't heard them, but yeah, I do like some Google Dolls music. Well, actually, you have another three tracks, and you, yeah, I mean, Jesus, it'd be nice if you could narrow it down for some folks. But yeah, yeah if you are recommending forty-three tracks, recommend forty-three tracks. Uh, yeah, because they they were all good. I'll be honest. If I had to make a list of dead songs, it Dizzy would Up the Girl is a great pro album. Probably be more than uh, forty-three. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see how many. Oh, and Pink Floyd. Oh, I did better. My playlist for Pink Floyd is 55 songs. So it looks like I like more Pink Floyd songs than Google. There's a song by Jerry Garcia Band, which is. The name of the song is Senor. Yeah. But in parentheses, it has another name. And I was trying to get Alexa to play. Mm. Um, oh, I said her name right next to her, too. Yeah. I was trying to get you know what? the device to play yeah. Senor the other day. I had no fucking idea what I was talking about. Yeah. And uh, it, just starts to, it, it just starts doing random shit when, you, when it doesn't understand you. And. Um, then I said to her, can you play A Tale of Yankee Power Yeah. by Jerry Garcia Band? And she's yeah. like, absolutely. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> I'm like, really? Like, it's got senior. It's like one Jeez. word. <laughs> Jeez. I think eventually I'm going to make a playlist of non-Phil Collin Genesis songs where he's not singing it. You mm -hmm. know, all Genesis songs that are awesome that Phil Collins is not the lead singer. Yeah, I'll be curious. Well, it's funny to me because you talk about the genres of music and like you talk about like what I like and yeah. I literally don't know what any of that means. Yeah. <laughs> like you're like, oh, they're very contemporary. I'm like, okay. Yeah. I guess. Uh, well, a Genesis, <laughs> classic Genesis is, in fact, that's what I named the playlist, classic Genesis. That's because I call it the classic years and it doesn't have, you know, um, 
you know, any of the Phil Collins years, you know. Yeah. And then there were three and and higher and, you know, Invisible Touch and Walk This Way. Yeah, and, I don't know, have any of those albums on here. Walk This Way was... Oh, not Walk This Way. Um, what's it called? Say, what's that walk? You work that in there. No, walk uh, this way. No, no, that's Aerosmith. How did we get Run DMC and Aerosmith? What's that walk song up? that uh, it's? I uh, hate hate the song so much. Um, um, I have no idea. It's Phil Collins is walking. Yeah, it's, um, it's just a song about walking. So it's basically Lord of the Rings in music form. That's. All <laughs> <laughs> I can think is walking in Memphis, and that definitely wasn't it. Um, can't remember who did that either. Um. Oh, I can't dance. It's not even walking. That's awesome. That's why it's I so can't dance. fun with you. The yeah, clues sometimes have oh, wow. no bearing. That was obscure. So I can't dance. So it's not that air, which I thought was, yes, I understand why I made money, but that's not why I like Genesis. That ruined it for me. Yeah, and again, I don't have anything against Phil Collins per se. You know, Oh, no, he's a genius. Yeah, he's, he's talented. It's yeah. just there's no comparison. And for yeah. the record, Peter Gabriel, best I can tell, I've seen your interviews, I've seen you on shows. You seem like a whiny little bitch, I'll be honest. You really do. <laughs> But your music is fucking next level. Yeah. Dude. But yeah. just shut up. Get over yourself. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, I think that, um, you know, because you do, do seem to like some progressive, like, I don't know, I would call it progressive slash, I don't know, um, folk. Oh, I love folk. <laughs> music. I but know it, I love it's, folk. It's progressive, though, because there's many different pieces to it. You know, it's folky sounding. So Classic Genesis is... The progressive part of that music, but more rock and roll. I don't know, even know what progressive means. Is that just more instruments? What does progressive mean? In me, I could be wrong, but progressive to me means it's it's not. It doesn't follow the standard format of song verse chorus. You know. Oh, I got you. Okay. It's that makes sense. Yeah, it's more progressive than that. I got you. That's great. That's great. I, <laughs> God damn! Somebody's pointing at their computer right yeah. now. Like, shut up, you oh, retards! God, I know. So some, fucking stupid. Oh, yeah. Sometimes I do this to get the emails and the uh, comments, but uh, that's great. But so, now you, what is with you? You're just picking fights on the internet all, all over. All, all <laughs> I know is that when I hear a song that say this is progressive, I for, there's always something about that I like because because when I hear a song that's con- that's in that category of progressive and I listen to it, and I'm like, you know, I think Led Zeppelin was has progressive songs. Um, I'm gonna make a Kevin joke and yeah. say uh, I love soups in that category. Soups, the pr- progressive. Oh God! It was a Kevin. Not joke. Campbell's. Yeah, yeah it was. Uh, oh, I prefer Campbell's myself. <laughs> it pains me to do that to myself and That's everyone all. else. So I, I do apologize I, uh, for my behavior. We'll take a moment and applaud. That was very good. Thank you. <laughs> um, I do think that you would appreciate and may even like some of the early Genesis songs because um, Peter Gabriel was a freaking genius. It's, I mean, yeah, he, dude, just his his. Um, what was the 80s album? I think it was So was the uh, one with Red Rain on it. That was a great yeah. album. And then Us came afterwards, and Us was, oh, my God. Yeah. So good. <laughs> so good. One of uh, Genesis' biggest albums before um, Phil Collins took over was The Lamb Lies Down on Broadway, which mm-hmm. is a two-CD set. It yep. was quite good. Quite I know good. of parts of it. I am I, Again, I, I got to go and listen to it more. Yeah, um, a couple songs made the radio, like Carpet Crawlers, um, um, the Lamb Lies Down on Broadway. I forget what else was big on the uh, radio play. But yeah, that was a great album. Definitely, uh, I don't know, everything. I like all their early stuff. Well, I um, decided to take our categories and throw them out the fucking window. So yeah. um, the only thing I'm doing here today is I'm just talking about some music that some people might like. But yeah. I did decide to add a one-hit section. Now, this one is hit. interesting because... 
I would say they're one-hit wonders, but I guarantee I'm going to say it in advance. Yeah. I'm wrong. I'm just entirely wrong because I'm going to say, hey, this band has this one song and I like it. And to me, they're a one-hit wonder. And then somebody's going to write in and tell us about the 9,000 albums this band has made and how they're yeah. fucking loved all over the rest of the world. Yeah. And you're just a dumb American. Yeah. Couldn't agree more. Just yeah. can't wait to hear from yeah. you. But... I, yeah. I get it. These yeah. guys are the Hasselhoff. You have no idea how popular exactly they were in Germany. Exactly my point. Exactly <laughs> yeah. my point. I'm yeah. going to be like, yeah, there's one song. It's all I've ever heard from. I yeah. think it's all they ever did. And yeah. yeah, turns out they're fucking huge everywhere. So on that note, um, today's one hit is a weird one. It's a song called The Little More Time by a band called Zox. Z-O-X. And it's just, I don't know. I don't know how I even came across it, but uh, it's a fun little song. And I saw it today while I was looking up some recommendations. And uh, I said, you know what? I'm going to throw that out there. In fact, I'm going to kind of do that from now on because uh, I know I did that with the uh, old school rap section where um, just some songs you're not going to, I'm not going to, you know, Zox. I literally have heard like three other songs by them and they're not worth recommending. Um, I'm not going to ever talk about them otherwise. But this one song, A Little More Time. It's definitely mm. worth a listen to. I, I particularly like that song. Um, so things like that. And so again, I will preface it with, because right now somebody's like, Zox is fucking huge. Um, I don't think they are. I think the band broke up, actually. But, um, <laughs> <Jeez. laughs> but uh, you know, I'm going to be wrong. Um, but, you know, I am trying to mix up the variety here a little bit, and I'm trying to be specific. So I figured if anybody's pissed and wants some angry music, um, and this kind of ties back to one of our earlier conversations as far as, Danzig. I'm going to talk about Danzig. Glenn Danzig. Um, you know, he was the lead singer of the Misfits. Uh, Glenn Danzig. Oh. Um, Danzig Mother became a hit. Seriously, a good 10 years after I was listening to it. Like, it became, they re, he redid it, and all of a sudden, all the people were there, like, hey, you pond scum, little punk rocker, if we're listening to that devil music, all of a sudden, now they're listening to Danzig. Um, and just for the record, Danzig mm. entirely is devil music. Like, literally, that's mm. his shtick. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to be clear about that. <laughs> <laughs> but a uh, lot of great stuff. That first album specifically, man, Twist of Cane, I think, is the first song on the first album. And that song kicks ass to this day. It is fucking great. Um, she Rides off that first album. I really like that. Uh, I also was a big fan of the second album. Actually, case in point, named Lucifuge. To give you an idea, he, he's definitely doing the shtick. Um, but that had the good songs, Long Way Back from Hell and Tired of Being Alive. Um Granted, these are kind of angry songs, but uh, Danzig's weird. He's kind of got a kind of got a bluesy. It's like a bluesy metal thing. But uh, even though he was Misfits, he is much slower. It's more of a heavy metal kind of, like I said, bluesy kind of thing. Not a Misfits was like a thrash punk band. Well, if it helps, so Wikipedia says it's a bluesy doom laden metal. With Danzig crooning in the style of Roy Orbison and Elvis Presley. I entirely, you know, it's funny. I always got a Presley thing out of him, too. I really did. Yeah. Um, and I entirely agree with that. Yeah. Mm. And he does. He croons. Return the sender. Oh, uh, he kind of does, though. I mean, yeah. I'll, I'll play some for you later. But it's it's <laughs> really good. The, that first album specifically, man. I really like downtown. You check out Danzig, Twist a Cane. But I'm calling that angry music. Um, you know, tired of being alive. You're kind of pissed. Oh, he's from New Jersey, so that would make um, you angry. He's very short, too. He's a short man, so he's got that whole thing going on. I'll watch him be taller um, than me. Um, that's Jeez, great. I hate I, that. Now I'm hoping he's taller than Yeah. Um, I don't oh, think he is. I'm going to have to look it up. If he's yeah, taller like, than You can't count him if he's on stage. I think he was one of those <laughs> that were like the platform Oh, the giant boots. Yeah. yeah. Um, but that's great. Uh, a couple other bands, though, talk about no particular genre or anything. 
Yes, I'm taller than him. <laughs> Where's he at? Five foot three. Five foot three. See, like I said, he's like an angry little dwarf. Wow. He's an angry elf. So it is a Napoleon complex. Oh, that's that is alive and well. Yeah. Believe me, I, yeah. small guys, man, it fucks yeah. them up. And here's the thing, guys: we don't care that you have no penis. Nobody gives a yeah, shit. Nobody cares. So it's just in your head. Nobody yep. else cares. But I heard the historians said that Napoleon wasn't really short. He was uh, actually the proper height for his uh, era. Yeah. It, well, yeah, exactly. Everyone was short. Yes. Um, so that's why everyone was angry. It's <laughs> great. Yeah. Everybody's just, uh, seriously, the yeah. guys, short guys are dicks, man. They really are. And I'm it's, short. It's ir- ironic. Oh, wait a minute. I see where you're going with that. Um, yeah, that's it. <laughs> see, I see what you did there. I see what you did there. Um, <sighs> just by and large. And, I'm, and don't get me wrong, exceptions to every rule always are. But man, that really fucks with them. It really does. And they're yeah. angry and they're like kind of overcompensate. And I'm telling you guys right now, if you're short and you're losing this, nobody fucking cares. Yeah, but bar stools are made for tall people. I'm just saying that. Great. <laughs> I can tell you, I'm six foot and that's, uh, I wouldn't mind being shorter. Yeah. There's nothing but dust on this top shelf. Yeah. You're not missing a fucking thing. <laughs> Airplanes are awful. Yes. And I know that I'm not even t- what's considered tall anymore. No, not this day. Yeah, I think six foot two is now the average height. Yeah, my nephew's a fucking giant. Yeah. Like, seriously, he came with a beanstalk. I mean, the <laughs> kid is big. Feet five. And, uh, yeah, they just grow them big these days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I feel bad because I'm yeah. like, dude, don't ever fly anywhere. Yeah. You're not going to like it. <laughs> yeah, your knees be jamming it everywhere. I just, yeah. Yeah, it's going to suck for you, dude. <laughs> I know. But, uh... Anyway, some other bands to mention. I'm particularly fond of this band, actually. I, I have to, I'm not kidding when I say I think I celebrate their whole catalog. There, I'm sure there are songs by them I don't like, but by and large, yeah. um, I've never never not liked an album of theirs. And that's a band called The Strokes. Oh. So name a couple songs, Reptilia, Automatic Stop, Under Control. I think most of those, actually, I think those last two are from the same album. But uh, just generally, I like the band. They have this... I, I think they're cool. I think everything about them is cool. I think their image is cool. I think their sound is unique. Um, and I think their lyrics are... Um, their lyrics are good, actually. <laughs> I think Last Night is the song I know by them. Yep. Yeah. Last Night, yeah. That was a hit of theirs. Um, yeah, very... I mean, they sound... You you hear the strokes, you know you know immediately when you hear the strokes. It's like, so if I hear a new stroke song, I'll know it the second I hear it. Like, it's very distinctive sound. But um, they're they're... Good band. A lot. Of, uh, again, I celebrate pretty much their whole catalog. I don't know if I know of a song I don't like by them. All right. If you want to be a little more melancholy, as I know you prefer to be, that's really that's where that's where I'm at home. Um, you know, it's we talked about this last episode. I can't recognize genius when I hear it because I'm not that bright. It needs to sink in. And um, I did not appreciate this band when I first heard them, but they grew on me, and uh, now I recognize the genius. Um, but that would be uh, Ben Gibbard is the the or Gibbard is the uh, lead singer. But uh, that would be Death Cab for Cutie. I know of them. They're in my rotation on my Pandora. Uh, just, I mean, great, great stuff. I'll just mention a couple. Transatlanticism is fucking phenomenal. It is such a good song. Um, it's a long song, but it's it's good, and that is real. Like that was one of those. The first couple of times I heard it, I didn't really appreciate it. it. It had to sink into my little brain just how fucking genius that song is. Um, Lack of Color, I particularly like. Um, and I like it because it's what I call a nerd song, actually. Um, and, it, you know, it's just basic premise. The lyrics go into the fact that, you know, you might be thinking everything's gray and shitty, but it's not really a lack of color. It's just absorbing all the colors. It's everything in the spectrums here. It's just all in perspective. Um, and so, good stuff. And uh, Sound is Settling. You know, that's, um, 
That's a great one. You know, it's just these these songs though. I, I like a, I could go on and on. I like a lot of Death Cab. Um, they're brutal. They're fucking brutal. You know, they're they're probably gonna hit too close to home on a number of things, if whether or not they mean to. They're gonna make you think in ways you probably shouldn't, and you're gonna be depressed. <laughs> I think I will fall you into the dark is the first song I heard by them. Oh yeah, yeah, that's a fucking miserable one. Yeah, it is. That's just about as miserable as it gets. Yeah, yeah. it's just oh yeah, you don't worry, you die, I'll walk right there with you. Yeah, um, and it's great stuff. Yeah, like I will follow you. I mean, that one I played the shit out of, so I'm kind of tired of it. But um, great, great song. And um, but yeah, it's not like woohoo, let's let's party and throw yeah. some dick out. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's just not the vibe. Crank uh, it up. No, you don't um, hear that ever. Yeah, <laughs> I'm telling you though, <laughs> the one time that girl was. Frank and I Phil Collins. It'd be like that. Like, yeah. Let me blast some Death Cab. Like, who does that? Yeah, no one blasts Death Cab. Um, just weird. No, that's headphone music. But like I said, if that's your thing, you fucking rock out to it. You know, yep. that's what I say. I just, <laughs> I will think it's weird. But, um, uh, you know, we talked about Google Dolls and uh, Buffalo. I'm giving mad, mad, mad props to this artist. Um, and, you know, it's a shame. I've heard the argument that most of her stuff sounds the same, and I feel so differently about it. But, uh girl's name is Ani DeFranco. Fucking phenomenal. I mean, this girl, her whole story, I just dig this girl. She's just worked hard for everything she's got and uh, deserves the world. Um, I'm just going to come right out and say the Dilate album was fucking masterpiece. It was a piece of work that was just unfucking believable um, But I like a lot of her stuff and a lot, a lot of her stuff. She really is a, she's, um, I, I'm going to put her in folk. I'm going to. She's a singer-songwriter. Um, but, I mean, I, I tried to limit myself, but I'm going to name some songs. Like I said, the whole Dilate album, not kidding, fucking great. Uh, Napoleon, great song. Joyful Girl, great song. Um, Out of Me, Unto You, that's from the Dilate album. That is really fucking good. Um, Untouchable Face is just, wow, good. That's her younger stuff, her earlier stuff I really love. Both Hands was some of her earlier stuff. I mean, just unfucking believable Um and uh, just name a couple others. Thirty-two flavors, great stuff. As is, great buildings and bridges, absolutely fantastic. And I was always partial to a song called "Face Up and Sing," but Ani is. What to say about Ani? Um, you know, Ani is. I'm certain that a lot of people would say she's like a lesbian anthem kind of woman. I honestly don't know what her sexual preferences are. I don't think she has any. If that makes any sense, I don't think she she I don't think it's binary for her. I'll put it that way. Yeah. But be that as it may, there's a girl that, as I understand the story, her mother got a job in Chicago. It was just her and her mother, and uh, Ani was young. I want to say like between 14 and 16. And um, her mother went off to Chicago and basically said, "Hey, we're moving to Chicago." And Ani's like, "Yeah, not gonna happen. I'm gonna just gonna stay here." And um, she started making her music. And yeah, you can see an evolution. Her earlier stuff is downright crude compared to her later stuff and honestly that's part of what makes it so fucking good <laughs> but um this girl literally made her own record label righteous babe records i mean this this you talk about lifting yourself up from the bootstraps and like having nothing and fucking making it all work this girl did it and um you know singer songwriter i mean the lyrics are fucking unbelievable the, the girl knows how to write so just countless good stuff and um you know, I always uh, think of my senior, one of my senior quotes. I had so many fucking senior quotes, it was stupid. But uh, I used U2's one, and uh, the line was, uh, you gave me nothing, now it's all I got. And I thought it was so witty. And that's only because I didn't know Ani DeFranco, because she has a line in one of her songs that says, you gave me nothing, but I've worked with less. 
Mm. And I'm like, yes, I have. And I didn't yeah. know Ani at the time. But yeah, definitely check out Ani DeFranco. Highly recommend it. Um, I'm putting her in folk, but real, real good stuff. Um, now, before uh, we wrap up this whole little what are you section... We've got this new cross promotion, and um, you know yes. how does this work exactly? So I understand that um, you know you were online. Let's let's just kind of talk about how we ended up here. You were online, and you were looking at um, you've been researching the hell out of podcasts and yes. how this all works. And uh, how'd that go? Now that I'm part of the family of enough karma to hang out on the podcast subreddit, I you know just saw an ad yesterday um, or a post that this um, podcast is looking for a cross promotion. So I asked you yesterday if you'd be interested in it. So yeah, you I said, listened to it a little bit, and you said you'd be into it. And it's a, a podcast called the Fire Breathing Kittens Podcast. And you got to—I mean, right off the rip, I do tip my hat to them because seriously, <laughs> Fire Breathing Kittens—who doesn't love that? Yes, and really, they're—they um, seemed interesting. I listened to them, and um, basically, if you like to listen to Dungeon Dragons playthroughs. It, this is the show for you, and I think that... Yeah, that's what I heard. They were playing Dungeons & Dragons and uh, narrating it, and um If you can sit for a couple hours listening to us, you'll probably be just as entertained by listening to these folks. Yeah, I mean, I'd say, you know, no harm in giving them a try. If Dungeons & Dragons is your thing, I'd say definitely check them out. But, um, so we have a little clip from them? Yes, yeah, so basically what's happening is that um, they gave me a 30-second clip that they asked me to play at the end of our show, mm -hmm. and I gave them a 30-second clip to play at the end of their show. And they have responded to me while we're sitting here, and it looks like they must be busier than us, um, or have more people lined up, because it's October 28th episode, they said, they're going to be playing our spot. Oh, that's fantastic, yep. And we're like, yeah, whatever, we can do it right now. Yeah, we can do Yeah, we can do it right this second. Yeah. You <laughs> so, want another plug? We got that lined up, too. Don't yeah, worry. Yeah, I know. So, yeah, maybe I'll, I'll start to more plugs, though, So um, just so we can have cross-promotion and... And, you know, I want to help getting our name out there, and I don't mind helping other people as long as it's not, you know, something crazy. But exactly. Well, yeah, let me throw that out there now. I mean, obviously, we're venturing into this new well, this new venture. We're, yeah. we're, you know, finding the fiscal aspects of this and, you know, looking at cross-promotions, things like that to, to to grow our base and just basically have more 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 people in the Tudor Army. But yeah. um, I hope everyone realizes, and, you know, this is why Kevin didn't jump at any of these things. We're not going to ever say to anybody, hey, this is good if we think it sucks. Yeah. It's just not going to happen. Um, it, you know, my name, is, my, my word is what I have. You know, my name is what I have. So it's one of those things that, you know, if I think something sucks or if the, the principles behind it are bad or there's malintent, you know, I'm, I'm certainly not going to put my name on it. I know you wouldn't either. Yeah, definitely. So, I mean, that, that's, just keep that in mind as we, you know, venture down this trail of uh, plugs and the, the cross promotions are, you know, they are what they are. But when it gets down to advertising, which I do see in our future eventually, yeah. just keep that in mind, folks, that I'm not going to sell you a bill of goods. I'm not going to sell you snake oil. You know, if I say, hey, I think this is good, it's because I think it's good. And quite frankly, if I think it sucks, I'm going to say that too. Didn't I get you snake oil one time for a You present? literally did get me snake oil, actually. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you did. Yeah. It's fantastic, too. I love that. <laughs> What's wrong with me? Um, that's a good one, though. I yeah. Like snake so, oil. So, um, yeah, so so do we have the clip lined yeah, up? Yeah, I have the clip lined up. It's a 30-second ad. I listened to it, and it's kind of cute. So I definitely, if you like what you hear, uh, definitely check them out, because then you'll eventually hear our clip on yeah, and their what, channel. What's their website? Oh, I suppose they're going to tell oh, us. Their website is um, Fire Breathing Kit. K-I-T-T-E dot Wix site dot com. 
Okay, that's a tough one, but all that's right. That's a tough W-I-X. one. W-I-X. Yeah, so I'm feeling that if you just Google Fire Breathing Kittens Podcast, I don't think you're going to get many hits. That's a good way to do it, actually. Yeah. I, I, now that I think about it, that's exactly how I did it. So Fire Breathing Pitten, uh, yeah. Kittens Podcast. And okay. they, they might say it better than us in, in this 30-second uh, um, um, ad. Yeah, so. well, let, let's find out. So uh, everybody, this is uh, Fire Breathing Kittens. Fire Breathing Kittens. Here we go. Good story, laughter among friends, maybe a mystery? Fire Breathing Kittens is a standalone Dungeons & Dragons podcast. Each episode is a separate three-hour-long story, like a movie for your ears. You can listen to these adventures in any order. Join us on an actual play D&D quest as we solve mysteries, attempt comedic banter, and enjoy friendship. Fire Breathing Kittens podcast. Fantasy, action, mystery, and friendship. I love that. <laughs> I love that uh, attempt comedic banter because uh, God knows we're trying. Yeah, I know because it's it's something. It sounds like something we would say. Absolutely, comedic attempting comedic banter. But yeah, it's a novel idea too. I mean, yeah. I got to give him props. That's really creative. Um, but yeah, again, if Dungeons and Dragons is your thing, I say check them out. You know, it doesn't hurt. And um, you know, if if you like what you hear, I'm going to say on their behalf, give them a like, give them a subscribe. I can tell you, you know, without even talking to these folks, I can tell you it means a lot to them. Yes. So, uh, you know, again, if Regardless of if it's this show or anything else, just those few seconds it takes to click on something makes a big difference to those uh, people that are actually, um, well, one, trying to support themselves doing this kind of stuff. Thankfully, Kevin and I are not in that position, yes. so we don't have to worry about things like that. But it, it does help the, uh, I'll call them artists for lack of a better term, it does help the uh, content creators, you know, to uh, to get ahead, basically, you know, to yeah. have their, their efforts pay off. So that, that sounds great. Yeah, I would love that if any of our listeners went their way. Um, yeah, I think that'd be very cool because I, you know, I'd like to return the favor if they listeners from their show decide they want to listen to other people try their comedic banter. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Attempting comedic banter—that is awesome. Yes. It's just well spoken. Um, but yes. yeah, and likewise, you know, because these things are posted online, I, that's something that messes with my little brain. Is um, you know, this is out there for. In perpetuity. I mean, it's out there. So if you actually came to us and you're here in this episode for the first time and you actually came to us because you heard about us on Fire Breathing Kittens, you know, welcome to the fold. Welcome to the family. And, um, you know, we love having you on board. And uh, I'm not going to do it to everybody again on this episode. But, you know, if you want to contact us, I'm going to say rewind like 20 minutes and you'll find out how. But um, that's about all I really have to say tonight, I think. So uh, I'm going to say, you know, shout out to Fire Breathing Kittens. Yes. And um, oh, and the episode's gonna be called Cakewalk. Cakewalk. <laughs> yes, that's fantastic. That's our our thirty second spot. Another uh, three hour episode. Look at that Cakewalk. I love it. Um, well, we can look forward to that. And if you're fans of the Fire Breathing Kittens, we'll look forward to our our uh, cross promotion there sometime soon. And um, you know, shout out to everybody. Keep all the support coming. Keep all the love coming. Love you right back. Yeah, and thank you, Haley, for the uh, Tootin' Common. Absolutely, Tootin' Common. Yeah, we want to hear more from uh, people about LLC names, and Tootin' Common is great. So uh, you got any shout-outs, anything you want to say before we wrap? Um, No, that was it. Awesome. Well, that being said, then uh, this is Sean. This is Kevin. That's the one other thing. Good night.